Sisters, on this episode 192, a one-niner-two of the Good Morning Guys podcast, thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, after evening, or night as we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and to play. I am one of your four hosts, the Brazilian Mountaineer and Transition Ninja, Lucas Ham Swisher. Also with me, the judge, the jury, and the executioner of fake news and spoilers, Patrick Novosel. Did I hear a niner in there? Uh, no, it's calling from a walkie-talkie, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on his left and my right, the tarnished beast of the East who can make you laugh in three words or less or your money back, Ronnie Johantis. Hi. Hi. And last but certainly not least, uh, he's the final member of the GMG Quadfecta who's got music in his heart, Hyrule on his brain, and La Carreta in his old stomacho, Mark Touchet Boucher. And a voice that I can actually speak with. I have oh, returned. Yeah. Congrats. You are back <laughs> from the land of, I don't know, people that don't, from the, the land, land of, of horses. <laughs> yeah. You got that, you had that horse voice last week. You sounded like, you were like, hey guys, I can't make it next week. So <laughs> <laughs> I got to stay at home. <laughs> you got to quit smoking, man. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Where's your <laughs> uh, but oh, you know yeah, I, I might as well jump to it because obviously we have a guest and obviously if you're not watching on YouTube it's not obvious but anywho in our midst tonight we have a driven man of many podcasts who loves to make car noises and has been coined by some as Mr. Canadian Handsome himself and un unbeknownst to him I don't think I said that right unbeknownst there you go. Yeah, Second I don't know shirt. why I'm out of words. Unbeknownst to him, he makes the best hoagie in my hometown, the one and only Sean Capri. That last part did confuse me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Good. <laughs> That's what I was going for. I don't know what hoagie I'm making, but that, I guess that last little thing. bit, that the was an added one. touch. We have, right. a, we have a pizza place called Capri. Pizza ah, Huggies. there it is. Yes. And yes, dude, yes. every time I visit the U.S., that's like an automatic first. I love that there's no way he would know that. That's like, exactly there's not right. a single way he would know that. <laughs> you know, to, to be fair, there are a number of Capri restaurants like pizza and steak and all these other things. See? So this See? is, yeah, no, I, somewhere like in the back of my mind that was that was hiding back you there. Yeah, you mm -hmm. knew. Yeah, you knew. Yeah, I was that. Uh, how was that sandwich at uh, at the Frothy Monkey that was named after you? Did you actually? It was good. Up? Yeah, yeah, I had it. Yeah, it was, it was, it, you know, it's actually, thanks. You have a good memory. I totally forgot that I even ordered that. But yeah, it seemed like a, <laughs> seemed like a requirement. Yeah. To, to Wait, order was that it one. actually named after you? Yeah. Like a baby? Yeah, it was a Capri. Yeah. No, not, no, no. What? Like a baby? <laughs> no. Yeah. Like people name, <laughs> name I, I babies think, after other people. I think it's like a sandwich, though. That's what yeah, it's yeah. a sandwich. I, they I named think, sandwich after you, like you would name a baby after. Yeah, it's no, never coming Probably on the show a coincidence. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's what is today? May today is May 9th. and Lucas, I I actually wanted to celebrate something very special with you. Today is National Do Sleepover it. Day. Oh, and so I just thought that was very fitting. So you know, this is our little like we're all just like giggling into the night, and our parents that's right. Us to shut up eventually. So a yeah. little digital sleepover. I Popping love it. Chips, everybody. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, since we're doing a sleepover, you can't do a sleepover without having 
some like chatting about life. That's uh, right. So we're going to talk about what's new news in our lives. And uh, we're going to start with you there, Mr. Capri, because there may be a person or two who, who don't know who you are. So we'd like to give you the chance to kind of introduce yourself, to uh, share about where you're from, what you do, all that jazz. Uh, on our end, we, of course, will share that you have a mutual connection with us through Married to the Games, mm-hmm. uh, our favorite, one of our, probably our favorite podcast, one of our favorites podcasts, favoritists podcasts. And uh, so... With that, I want to lead off with a question that we ask all of our guests. Who is your daddy and yes. what does he do? Uh, my dad, uh, his name is Vincent and he's retired now, but um, I don't know if I need to get too much more into I'm into so that. glad that your dad is alive. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Call back to episode, what is it, 80-something, 90-something? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, something around, around yep. there. Dad is still around, but yeah, that's a risky. You guys, you keep going back to that, huh? He really, yeah, he might, well. he really you, does. You think you're not scared this time? What did you say? I'm, I'm not sh- scared. <laughs> I'm not scared. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. It. Well, keep keep that up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dad's around. I actually watched some hockey with him yesterday. Watched a watched a hockey nice. game with him last night. So as as a good old Canadian boy does, you know, there's playoffs right now, so it's it's a little obsessive mm-hmm. at this point. Um, oh, but yeah, yeah no. of course. Mm-hmm. Dad lives like 20 minutes away, but um, you know, we don't really see him all that much, I guess, <laughs> these days. Yeah, it's it's understandable. Yeah, is it's it true that like everyone in Canada watches hockey? Is that is that a real thing? I think it might be. Yeah, yeah. I think you can't even like you don't even know why you're not even making a conscious decision <laughs> to do it. You're just kind of like you're, you're, you're like asleep, and then you wake up, you're like playoffs. <laughs> you reach for the controller and exactly it's like you're watching like the food network and they're like hang on a second we need to take a break to watch some highlights here so it just invades and it's a it's a thing yeah can't help ourselves man like during the pandemic it was awful we couldn't get together and like watch hockey you can go to the arenas and everything so i mean it's the same as everywhere else but yeah it's a right right it's a stereotype that i think holds true for sure like if you put your sticks out, you everybody has hockey sticks, of course. So if you put them out on your porch, it's kind of like a sign of respect. It's kind of like lowering the flag halfway. You kind of okay. just like it's often a thing. I have like sticks out for so and so. Like if somebody like passes away or something, like put your sticks out for that. It's a it's a nice gesture. And you see it. You know, it's kind of awesome. It is awesome. It, yeah, yeah. It, but it is amazing that like everybody has <clears throat> hockey sticks. Hockey sticks. Everybody yeah. has a couple of hockey sticks they can do that with. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's a pretty useful thing to have. I mean, it's not just, you know, you can show your respect. You can use it to grab something on a high shelf that you can't totally. reach. You, you can, can scare smack away your kids, elk. Smack your kids with it if they get out of line. That's a common you know. problem, problem to have. Yeah, scare elk, elk. elk is an sounds... issue. That's a true. That's a real thing I learned as um, I was out at a national park. And so, uh, I don't know what they are. A group of elk, like a, a murder of elk, I think we're, we're approaching. <laughs> and apparently... <laughs> Yeah, the the, the Crows, park staff they would hold elk. hockey sticks yeah. above their head because they couldn't. Apparently, they think that that's how tall you are. I'm not sure. Like, I didn't. I don't know how they ask them. I'm not sure how they know what they're thinking. But apparently, they hold hockey sticks over their heads, and it makes you look bigger, and the the elk gets scared away. That's a thing. I think there's your kid tidbit for this week. They do an exit poll when they go back to the forest. <laughs> they're like, "Hey, so uh, what were you scared? What scared yeah. you most about it's that multiple, guy?" It's multiple. It's uh, multiple. Multiple question. He was just, tall. I got mm-hmm. scared. <laughs> Apparently, a, a group of elk is, elk is apparently called a gang. A gang, a gang uh, of elk. That's awesome. Gang. That That's way cool. better. That's not near as intimidating as a murder of elk. 
Uh, it's first step is the gang, and then the murder comes shortly afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, yeah, I guess so. I think they all got switchblades, like gonna catch you, <laughs> like butterfly knives, <laughs> like leather jackets, flipping them around, like, like, yeah. leather jackets. Hey, hey, yo, what they're are like you doing? Snapping, they're like crazy. All right, Sean. So give us a lowdown. Enough about you know elk, your dad. Yeah. And hockey sticks. What do you do? What's uh what do you like to do by day, by night? Uh tell us a little bit about yourself, my oh, friend. Oh man. Yeah. Well, apparently I like to just make podcasts kind of like nonstop. And I, I think we all have married to the games to blame for that, where mm-hmm. you you just you just kind of fall into it. And before you know it, you're doing more and more and you're bringing more people in, you're meeting all like the, the best people are from around the world and that's been an addicting journey for me as well. Um, probably since like 2015, I've been making podcasts. Um, and it has started with a little show called We the Gamer Cast, where I get to have sweet hangs with strangers from the internet. And that's kind of been just a, every week I either get to meet somebody new or catch up with, a, with an old friend and chat for, I don't know, an hour or two hours or something like that. And through all that, we've started a bunch of other podcasts because I've met such awesome people around the world. Um, and it's all kind of captured under the Carpool Gaming banner now uh, with the Nintendo Drive, the Xbox Drive, and the PlayStation Drive, among many, many other shows. But it's, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's weird to talk about my own stuff, to be honest with you. I feel like I, I never really know exactly what to say because I just, um, somebody reached out to me last week and they said, how do you do so many shows? And I'm like, it's just part of the calendar, honestly. Like, it's just a time shows up. It'll be seven o'clock in the morning tomorrow where I do the Nintendo Drive. And it's just... I don't know. It's just part of the routine at this point. Yeah. So what I, what I think is the, the hardest part about it is actually trying to like play enough games to make the shows interesting yeah. at this point. Everything else kind of is, is fine, but it's just trying to keep it up with all the other stuff is actually way harder than the podcasts themselves. There's so right. many games. There's so many games. So how do yeah. you keep up with it? I, I think now I'm just going to like, <laughs> I'm just going to, um, probably just play rise of the tomb raider i think at this point like i'm just gonna give up on trying to keep up with stuff because that's actually like in my heart of hearts i just want to play rise of the tomb raider i think at this Mm, point there's too many games there's too many things to keep up with and i i bought about half of them they came out in february and i've played zero percent of those so i kind of just uh that that's probably the biggest challenge of it all to be honest with you is yeah too many games Sounds about right. Yeah. We got a bunch of new games out and playing a game from 2015. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and I don't know what it is. I'll, maybe I'll just jump into it for an hour or something and go like, yeah, that that that's, I don't need to finish this, but it's it's calling me at this yeah. point. Yeah. It's a good game. I enjoyed that game. Yeah. yeah so what, what have you been playing lately for the little bit you get to play? As you well, I just finished. Played. I just finished Life is Strange, not a new game, but new to Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, Life is Strange, True Colors, and this is a series that, because it's so heavy, usually, like, you kind of know what you're signing up for when you start a game like Life is Strange. It's not like, there's so much action, and I'm going to be wowed by the gameplay or anything like that. Um, you're in it for the story. You're probably going to cry. So to me, it's kind of like a weird thing to go, I can't wait for that game to come out, and I'm going to play it on day one. Like That never has felt right for me. Be, yeah. Just because of how heavy it is and and all that kind of stuff, so I usually wait for it to like maybe an opening to come up, or I just kind of actually feel like playing it rather than playing it just because the game came out. Yeah. And this approach with the, the series has worked out for me on this one, and also with Tell Me Why, 
Um, and I just wrapped it up. We do an awesome thing in the community. Actually, I can't even claim uh, responsibility for this. There's two people in our community who started a video game book club. They call it the Backtrackers. And so every time they pick a new game, they tell the community, this is what we're playing. And we're meeting on Saturday, whatever, at 11 a.m. And then we just chat about that game. And it's awesome. And I was able to participate in the first one with Life is Strange. And we just had like a full on spoiler filled conversation. We didn't actually like make content out of it, which was probably even like the most refreshing part about the whole thing was we just played the game to chat about it with friends. And honestly, I don't remember the last time I did that. I think it might be more than five or six years where I just like (laughs) played a game that I didn't record a podcast about or anything. I just chatted about it with, with a bunch of friends. So um, yeah, uh, of course I, I really enjoyed the game and I wept on my couch and uncontrollably. And apparently that means that it was a good, good experience for me. It's such a weird (laughs) evaluation on these games. Like I, I cried uncontrollably 10 out of 10. With game of the, the year. Wow. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not saying it is 10 out of 10, but it is, it is, it, 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 those are the types of things that you hear when people talk about these games. Right. It's so emotional. And oh my gosh, I cried. I loved it. And it's like, it's weird. It's, it's just not the same as like when you play Castlevania or <laughs> doom or something like that. It's a completely different conversation, which yeah. we've just evolved to now with video games over the last couple of years. But yeah, it was a special game. I really, you know, for how simple these things are, and they seem to be kind of like the next evolution of Telltale games, I would say in a way like they're, because those aren't really here anymore, but I yeah, actually right. rather these ones. I like right. the Life is Strange. Cool. I, th- I still find myself surprised, even though they are formulaic, you know, there's going to be, they're episodic in nature, uh, even though you get all these, um, you get five episodes, you get them all at once. And at the end of every episode, something catastrophic is going to happen or something massive is going to happen. You kind of know that's coming. It's going to be almost like a cliffhanger yep. to get you playing the next one. So all that stuff is there. And yet I still found myself like I, I was totally hooked and really nice. happy that I had a chance to hang out with some friends and in a spoiler filled way. Again, like when I don't know for you guys, like, do you guys do a, a huge amount of spoiler cast? Like outside of like just doing this show, you ever get together and just talk like full spoilers? It's very liberating. We do. We do. We actually. Do. Yeah, it's the best. I don't get to do it enough because I think the other thing too is just playing the same game as a bunch of other people apparently takes coordination. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. We've had, especially we've, if you're not playing the the latest and greatest game. Right. Yeah, we've we've learned that we've had to do that quite a bit with with our own video game book club that we do. Yeah. Yep. Oh, it's the best. Yep. Um, and we're like, yeah, we need to kind of need to get on playing that game and and get it done within a certain amount of time <laughs> yes and, deadlines mm-hmm. yep and oh yeah uh, so we're like oh yeah let's get on that and yeah. thankfully there's there's enough of us that some people can be slackers and then others can keep on the ball and then the next month you know switch off oh and, totally uh, yeah and be like okay it's your turn to stay on the ball and then the other people can just kind of pretty much my favorite part except it's never my turn <laughs> yeah we're, we're doing bug snacks next and i'm like i don't know if i need to well apparently the ending of bug snacks is something to behold i haven't i haven't played it yet interesting but i'm hearing like hold on to your butts for the finale of bug snacks bug snacks yep. yeah. Uh, yeah i played through that i think it was a, it was free for playstation 5 when it first came out or maybe it was on playstation yeah. plus at the time yeah yeah that game ramped up to to what i didn't even think was possible in a <laughs> love <Bucks> next game <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i think that probably is 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 next up if i don't actually jump nice. over to rise of the tomb raider mm-hmm. yeah 
Yeah, we just transitioned this month to uh, Celeste and Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. So oh, we dude, gotta... that just came out on the library, actually. You got to pick that one up as well. As if I have time to play all these games, yeah. I'm going to the library uh, and just like hitting, pre- like holding some of these games. Just So there's a bunch of them waiting for me. I can pull up a list here. But yeah, that's one of them. And Celeste is excellent. Oh, my gosh. I would totally yeah. play that game. Yeah, Ooh, it's a nice. it's a good one so far. I've been keeping up with that one and playing a you know chapter here and there, and mm-hmm. it's a it's a really it's good tough. One. So, yeah, yeah. So cool, man. Well, I'm glad you uh, enjoyed True Colors. I haven't played it yet. I played Life is Strange two with the brothers, and I really enjoyed that one. And uh, that one was a heart wrenching one at the mm-hmm. end because you know all your decisions add up to an ending that you can't exactly choose how it's going to work out. And so mine was a pretty good ending from what I remember. Um, but when I watched like all the other endings you could have, it was like, Ooh, that's heavy. And uh, yeah, that was probably the most fun part about the kind of spoilery conversation we got to have was, you know, Oh, I totally smashed this, this piece of glass in somebody's face. And somebody else said, well, I like slept with that person. Like, I, like all these different kind right. of interactions is <laughs> the endings are definitely one part, but I think the, the different, um, the different interactions throughout yeah. the game, um, the branch offs and yeah, the, super yeah. cool mm-hmm. comparing everybody's notes and stuff. Yeah. It's super cool. Um, yeah, man. Well, that's cool. Uh, let's, uh, let's keep going around the room, find out what other people have been up to what's new with them. Continuing with Arani, what's up with you, my friend? All right, straight up uh, first here. Um, So I really don't have a whole lot. I did not play a lot of video games this past week. Um, I think I went back to my go-to Broforce like a few times. Broforce. Um, Every time my buddies come over, like we always have to get in like some co-op Broforce, and like it's just uh, it's just gospel here now. So yeah, um, we have to do that. The one thing that did happen for me this week. Um, it was our Elizabeth and I's three year anniversary. So Yo. we went out to a nice dinner. Congrats. Um, and that was great. Um, but yeah, yeah, on the video game front, I'm I'm the fire's burning uh very, very slightly for Elden Ring. Uh I'm almost done uh as far as playing all together. I yeah. made it to the final area, and um, you know, that game, once you put in so many hours, like eventually it just kind of dies down and that's what's I forget. Are for you? Did you do it like a new game plus? Because you already became the Elden Lord. Now <clears throat> yeah, you're becoming so I, like I, the Elden yeah. Overlord or Elden yeah. Super Master. So Super as as a Souls game would do, like Elden Ring. Uh, after you beat the storyline of the game, there's two more areas in the game, uh, which has even harder bosses. So oh yeah, um, yeah. yeah. They're they're not technically like. I mean, I guess they're kind of in the storyline, but like once you become the Elden Lord, it has the whole scene where you're on the throne with your character and stuff, which is awesome. But um, there's a boss that I haven't even gotten like halfway down. Like it's the last, the last boss in the game. Um, Eric and I played, and yeah, it's gonna take a lot of grinding to be able to beat this guy. And mm. I don't know that I'm up for it anymore. Like um, for those of you that have played Elden Ring, you know how much grinding it takes just to get through any boss it seems like um but yeah it's just kind of dwindling a little bit so i, I yeah, think i'm probably i don't really care if i beat the last boss is what i should say yeah, and right. if if i know me that means i'm not going to do it <laughs> right so <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so that i think bro force is really about the only thing i played this week we had the anniversary dinner um where'd you go bit, uh, we went to cooper's hawk actually Okay. I don't know if you're familiar with Cooper's Hawk. I'm sure Pat nope. probably is. I don't know if they're everywhere. Yeah. It's 
we have a, a Cooper's we have a Cooper's Rock in uh, West Virginia. It could but be a it's cousin, a, you know. It's a it's a mountain. It's not <laughs> a restaurant. <laughs> oh, okay. That'd be cool if it was like a restaurant built into the mountain. That would be cool. Too cool for us. West. Virginia. Um, but on a on a little bit of a sadder note, uh, I did find out. Uh, I think on Saturday that uh, my childhood football coach had passed away. Oh, so man. Uh, tomorrow night that. we have a. Um, I guess like a visitation celebration of life. Uh, I they, the language always gets really weird around funeral time. Um, so you never really know, but it's going to be cool to see a lot of the people that I haven't seen in a long time. Uh, a lot of guys yeah. I haven't seen since high school. And, um, you know, I think he was my coach uh, almost all of my peewee football years. So uh, his son, I graduated with and, you know, we were the same age, went up through school and everything. So, um, yeah, it, it was really sad, but I have a lot of, you know, really awesome childhood memories, you know, from him and, um, yeah, it, it was great. You know, it was really, uh, like I was glad to have, you know, cross paths with him and, and all that stuff. I remember, uh, one thing we were joking about a couple of us that, you know, uh, were close on the sidelines when we were little kids playing football and uh, he would, um, you know, we we're, I don't know, eight or nine years old, maybe, or something like that. And he would just yell Jeezel as loud as he could. And it was a real high pitched Jeezel, like all the time. Like when he would be, that was his thing that he said when he's mad. Uh, so we would always joke that they were the Jeezels. Like we just like that, that was their last name. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, a lot, a lot of good memories. And I'm sure tomorrow yeah. once we go and, and talk, it'll be, it'll be nice to share a lot of those with everybody, but for sure, you know, it, it nice. is one of those things. It was, uh, yeah, yeah, it was. It was really early. I think he was uh, fifty-seven. So, oh, oh man, um, oh, wow. definitely too, definitely too soon. But, um, yeah. but yeah, I'll, next week I'll, I'll talk a little bit about it, and um, you know, it'll be really nice to see everybody, even under the circumstances. But you know, we'll go tomorrow and pay our respects, and should be good. Yeah, but that is all I have. All right, I'm thinking Mark, maybe, 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 maybe Mark. I'm Ron. Mark. Cheer us up, Mark. Cheers. Mark. <laughs> so I was sick for a good week and a half. That's not really cheering anybody up. Um, but you're better. You right? sounded yes. like a Sith Lord last week. You sound good. Good. Sound like a robot. Good. <laughs> yeah. So was it like a week from Friday? Something like that. Like it was yep. something like that. Yeah. Um, it was that. It was exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that night I started like feeling like I was like, ah, oh, something's coming on. I'm getting sick, and mm-hmm. then then the next day I started getting like all the uh, drainage and congestion and all that kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. then that quickly turned into fever, aches, chills, going down the list, all that fun stuff. Mm. Um, and uh, and so I was basically down for the count. Was not COVID because uh, I had I knew it probably wasn't just because if you've been listening to the show, I had covid recently um so probably not it um Mm -hmm. but uh yeah because of that i was pretty sick for the bulk of the week um thankfully the the chills and fever and all that kind of stuff finally went away um and that turned into bronchitis and ain't nobody got time for that ain't nobody got time for that (laughs) nope um so yeah i sounded like i was like eating sandpaper for for the entirety of the week. And How do you know what that like, sounds like? 
Like if you just had like a sandpaper salad, educated like, guess, really. Honestly, okay. after hearing him, it, it's a pretty good description. Yeah. Is it eating sandpaper? All right. Did you have to mark it? Were you still able to like take calls, just like struggle through them? Because I know you guys like take calls and stuff yeah. for work. Yeah, about that. Um, <laughs> so uh, for several days, basically, I I like I came in for like a few hours and went as far as I could go <laughs> until and it I ran out. Like, yeah, I was like. Yeah, people can't even hear what I'm saying anymore because it just sounds so quiet and and airy sounding. So, um, you know, I would try to go as long as I could, and then I was like, Pat, I, I can't. Um, and and so yeah, I was. Last week was weird. It was just really weird because like the bulk of the week I was just not there, and I was on the couch, and which which really was a bummer because at work basically we've had like the most calls we've ever had uh and and so great time for me to disappear um but um but yeah i basically had to you know go as much as i could and then just try to rest and then i ended up going to the doctor and ended up getting you know antibiotics and all that kind of stuff um which was kind of the 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 final push that i needed for for me to actually get better fully so um, so thankfully I was good. Um, I was very concerned because both of my jobs require my voice. Well, plus my hobbies too. So couldn't be on this show. Couldn't, uh, lead rehearsals for, for church last week. Couldn't for the most part be on, uh, you know, on calls and things like that. Um, but thankfully by the weekend I was feeling a lot better and was able to lead worship at church yesterday. So, nice. but in the time that I was, down i was doing a lot of gaming for a particular game um i played through the entirety of batman arkham knight yeah uh, you did which is our uh gmg vgbc uh our our book club game for the month of april and mm-hmm. so i was able to complete that um that you so you got all the riddler trophies absolutely not <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, that's a that's a hyping that's a heaping piping hot plate of no it's the game for april yes yeah right. we, just checking we work, my he's watch. in a different time zone this is oh, what we're, okay this is yeah. what we're talking about when i say oh hey we need to get the game done and it was like the last week of april yeah Sweet. We all, okay we so all on time running May. on time mm-hmm. yeah. just none like a train us, none of us beat it in, in april none of us cool cool <laughs> so i still have time to swing in on this one is what you're yeah, saying man okay yeah, you got it all right yeah. that's a great game man i love that game yeah i got into that world and i was like man i miss this game yeah oh. it's so beautiful even for like mm-hmm. a, a 2015 game for last gen like uh and they just it. came out with was was someone modded the game up it to 60 frames per second 4k uh and ray tracing and all this stuff and it looks amazing yep game i love one. playing the, a game like that especially something when it landed so much just crappy commentary around it like i don't like the batmobile and blah 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 like it the last one was better and when you play it this far out from after the game came out you get to actually enjoy it for what it is and i hope that you guys are um enjoying it from that on that perspective i just feel like sometimes if you're stuck in the middle like playing when everybody else is and they're whining and complaining about it that that can impact your experience but yeah, yeah. playing games well afterwards is is kind yeah. of a nice reprieve from that 
when Arkham Knight first came out, I mean, it had serious problems where you couldn't even play it on PC. PC, and that was, yeah. yeah. That was the commentary around it where there was it was glitchy, crashes, mm-hmm. couldn't even play it. And so, like, now, you know, six years later, seven years later, you're playing it with all the DLC, with all the patches, yeah. and it just runs so smooth. You say that. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, no. <laughs> Here we go. Um, so obviously it did not deter me completing the game because I did beat I beat the main storyline and I did like a couple of the side missions. I had done most everything other than the Riddler trophies in the past, so I didn't feel compelled to 100 percent the game again. Um, so I'm mainly just focused on the main storyline. Yeah. Um, but yes, there were a couple of times where like the game straight up locked up on me. Like, wow, froze. really? Yeah. On what and, system? Uh, this was on Xbox Series X. Oh, Xbox. no. Um, yeah, because I had it um, through Game Pass, I guess. Um, yeah. Which I thought I had bought that game. Like, knowing me, I bought I'm that sure game. I'm sure you did. These and wasn't no it way. a PS Plus collection thing? It was. Probably, probably it is, was, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and yeah, so several times, and it was mainly during Batmobile missions. Oh, um, wow. It was just... It was just it, it couldn't handle it for whatever reason. It just hmm. froze hmm. up on me. Um, and and it, it was annoying because it's like I then had to go back and complete that Batmobile mission again because it didn't save for whatever oh, reason. So um, so on the pro is like, you know, the game looks beautiful. I love the story, love the world, love the characters, all that kind of stuff. You know, me being the, the Batman fan that I am and, you know, you know, I absolutely love jumping into this world and rock rock city did a fantastic job with this story. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, I didn't, it, I didn't mind the Batmobile missions as much as I did the first time around, but they mm-hmm. do, they do make you do it a lot. Um, but I, I played this on like baby mode. So like really wasn't a big deal. I was like, yeah, just knock out, knock out these, these drones and yeah. be no big deal. And right. it really wasn't that bad. Um, but I, I do remember the first time playing, I'm like, man, these tank missions, like, why are they shoehorning this in here? But, um, there's so many me, of them. I like them. So I like them. <laughs> I also liked them. I felt like Joey yeah. and friends where it's just like, well, I like it. And yeah, I just exactly. play the mission, shoot the stuff. And I'm like, I thought it was well-balanced, but I also haven't played it in like three or four years. I, so. I'm also a contrarian too. So if I heard everybody else hates it, I'm like, well, I like it. Screw you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, but just coming into it this time around, it wasn't, it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, you know, mm-hmm. especially like I got more acquainted with all the special controls. Like when you build up your, your meter and things like that to mm-hmm. do these special attacks and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, that's, that's a little oh, bit more man, fun and game and the combat, man, just like you feel like you are freaking Batman. You like the way you're beating up enemies and, and doing all these different combos and stuff like that combo system mm. is the combat. Oh, I remember the fighting being amazing in that game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for is, sure. It is fantastic. It is good uh, stuff. But uh, yeah, absolutely loved the story. I loved it because like there were, you know, after not playing it for several years, there were several things about the game that I didn't remember. Like, Oh man, I forgot that happened. And what's yeah. going to happen? Like, I thought you were totally going to say something like no. specifically that happened. Spoilers. No, nope. we're going to save that for our spoiler cast that we're going to do at some point pretty soon, hopefully. Um, but yeah, by uh, June for yeah, sure. We'll yeah. Nail it. July for the April game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> June spoiler cast, uh, April game. Yeah. There's no, there's no rules. 
but but yeah that was my that was mainly the game that i that i focused on well all while i was sick um skywalker saga took a took a back back seat um i did play a little bit of Fortnite, uh you know doing some zero build type stuff um and and still having a lot of fun with that um but that's that's mainly what i did for gaming and that and and madre's day uh you know mother's yes. day we uh we went out with with my wife's side of the family um went to went to see them in in north carolina uh, especially after my my wife's grandmother uh she has been in a rehab for facility for several weeks you know trying to get her strength back up and everything um but she got out on saturday and is back home now nice. um so we got to to spend time with her at her home um uh, we actually ordered from olive garden uh ordered out this time which Just i am like very thankful. yes <laughs> uh, which I'm very thankful for because I absolutely hate trying to go to a restaurant on Mother's Day. Um, oh is, my gosh, busy day nightmare. of the year. Yeah, it's a nightmare and a half trying to get in, <laughs> yeah, it in seats. So uh, you're not the only one that went out and was just like, "Why did we leave the house during yeah. one of the busiest weekends?" Because mm-hmm. we're idiots. That's why we went. Out. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 got bubble tea. That's what you guys know. What bubble tea is. I you do. Ever, yeah, yeah, we did that. So you just kind of like not a restaurant setting, but it's still kind of special. We went up for a thing, $6 drinks. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Best $6 drink ever. Yeah. Yeah. But no 45 minute wait. I'll tell you what. The trade-ins mm-hmm. trade-ins. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's been pretty much, pretty much me just getting over, over the sickness and everything and, and uh, getting back to life as usual. Down mm. with the sickness, uh, dude. dude mm-hmm. I didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's been pretty much me. So, Pat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was not sick? sick. I wasn't sick. Uh, Yay! Everything's good. Hey, job good over here. Everything is great. Uh, I I I played so many games this past week, but it's the same games I've been talking about for the past couple weeks. Playing, still playing WWE TK22. Eight different wrestling games. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm still yeah, 2K20, 2K19, 2K20, 2K22. This game is so great. The community creations are just unbelievable. Loving the game. Uh, I jumped into a little bit more of um, Halo Infinite, and I'm like maybe halfway through now. Uh, I see Master the, Chief behind you. The open world in that game is unbelievable. Like unbelievable. If I went, I was like, I don't want a Halo open world game. I didn't know that's what I wanted. You know, like I'm getting there. Like this is fantastic. Uh, so I've been playing a little bit through that. Uh, but I just started this game called Trek to Yomi on Game Pass, mm-hmm. and uh, I did not know this game was strictly in Japanese with English subtitles. Uh, this game is is a black and white Ghost of Tsushima 2.5D side scroller. That's what that's the way I can explain this. Interesting. And it is. I've only played a chapter of it. I don't know how long the game is. Maybe you've, you know six hours or whatever. I may, yeah. I may have played like 30, 45 minutes to an hour, and it's fun. And it's very interesting. The presentation is unlike of ever uh, I've ever seen before. Uh, it has like a a film like a, an old like grain to it that you can turn on and off if you if you want to um i i'm not sure which one i like better because if it's off the 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 you know the 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 look and presentation of it's very clean 
But if you have it, have that, have that grain on, it has that old feel to it. Old like Japanese, like black and white kind of martial arts samurai kind of feel to it. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking, I'm, I, I'm pretty much going to start playing that game. I'll, I'll probably play that for the rest of the week and, and finish that off. Uh, because the, the first chapter is really, really fun. So I'll have more, uh, more update on that. Um, so where, this are you, is a, uh, where are you playing that on? Uh, I am playing that on game pass. Okay. It just recently came out on game pass. I think it might've been last week. It came out on game pass. Okay. Yeah. Cause I know like I was watching the other day, I saw, uh, Ed Placencia. He, he kind of, he kind of rage quit that game mainly because Xbox has been having some issues mm-hmm. with their stuff. I know. I felt like, why did he quit the game? He de- he deleted the game, but it seemed like it was an Xbox network problem. What, what, what was itself. what was why did did the game like glitch out on him or something? Why did he quit it? Apparently, uh, they've had some major issues with like um, their online service, and a lot of these games have online DRM um, to where if you you're not checking in online or whatever, it won't let you play, um, and huh. so. Yeah, so you didn't have any issue with that whatsoever. Uh, zero. I've only played like you know, like I said, the first chapter, so right. I didn't really get far into it. But I have had no problems. I've been playing Halo Infinite and Trek to Yomi, uh, and I've had no issues with either one of those. Okay. So I'm I'm not I was just wondering because sure. I saw, I'd seen people having issues with that, and I was like, well, maybe I should hang out and wait a little bit before I download that. Uh, well, Xbox is getting their life together, but oh, maybe, maybe that's. Uh, I mean, totally. I, I mean, I, I would probably turn me off if if the game wouldn't connect yeah. <laughs> to to it at all. So I love the term "rage quit." By the way, like that just mm-hmm. every Perfectly time you think about it, it, it really does. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you can't rage quit anymore like you used to because controllers are like a thousand dollars if you wanted to buy one. You know, <laughs> that is They're correct. so expensive. You can't you can't break it back anymore. in the day. They had a cord. You couldn't throw them that far. There's, there's you, a, you could do it if you're playing in bed. I, that was probably the last time I, I rage quit. I would just kind of slam the controller into the mattress. And that's pretty safe. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> make this, they make this bubble that like this blow up like raft that you can like put around your controller so you can actually throw your controller. And it's, it's a case of like a little bubble that you what can throw up against the wall product. and it's fine. It's like this damages everything else in the if you have to buy it. Like if around, God knows where. I have a serious problem if you need that. Yeah. Yeah. Um so, <laughs> yeah, so very... it happens so often you need like insurance <laughs> around it. <laughs> now, I like to turn my controllers into decorative pieces when they get thrown into the wall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was my controller for when I rage quit that game. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, so that's what I've been playing so far. Um like you said, it was Mother's Day yesterday, so uh, it was my wife's day. You know, like uh, you know, let let her hang back. You know, not do anything. I will take care of everything. Uh, we had a we had church in the morning, and then we went over to my parents' house. We hung out over there, and right from my parents' house, we went to my son's soccer game. And we get to the soccer game, you know, and get his soccer and I was in charge of everything, you know, making sure he had everything, making sure the chairs were there, making sure everything, you know? So, uh, we get, we get there and he's putting on his shin guards. He's putting on his socks. He's got his Uh Jersey on. He's got a soccer ball. And then I get his shoes out and I'm like, well, these are just shoes. Yeah. And I, I forgot the cleats were sitting at home. And so, uh, and it was like five minutes to game 
to, from the game starting. And my wife looks at me. She's like, this is why I'm in charge of everything. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> Not man. cool, man. Not cool. It, it happens to the best of us. And all, all ages, all kids, everybody has been ready for game time with something as soon as you were listening it off i'm like i know exactly where this is going like, is the shorts that were missing <laughs> something, or what? something man. something's I, missing we've all been there dude i was like son of a gun you know like when i grabbed his bag i looked in and i was like oh there's shoes in there cool you know yeah not if you, you can that, feel them mm-hmm. that those aren't the cleats in there so uh and we only live like five minutes away so i ran to the van got in drove like 50 miles an hour down the street went to get a cop car i I know okay Okay. no uh i get into the house i grab his cleats and i run back out i'm driving down the road and i realize i grabbed one cleat come on shoe like the cleat and i was like son of a gun so i turn back around go back get the other cleat go all the way back to the soccer field run to the soccer field and the game hasn't started yet i like there's kids on the sideline i'm like what is happening and i'm running up and you're like you're like i started to like run and then all of a sudden jog and then start walking i'm like are they not playing and so apparently both teams were waiting for players to get there so i was early and they didn't start for another 10 minutes Hey, so, no harm, no foul. Yeah, there you go. So, See? No harm, no foul. All like, part of the plan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except I was sweating. It was super hot on on Sunday. Yeah. So was, I'm like, it was be- sweat beating off my brow and a lot. Yeah, but, I know what that's like, guys. Holy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you look uh, over at Mel after it after the game had started? And be like, I've got it under control. Yeah. Well, I apparently did not at all. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So. We did not go out to eat. Uh, I picked up. She wanted some KFC, so I picked up some KFC. Uh, perfect, perfect day for it, and didn't rain at all. It was great. It was fantastic. So, um, so yeah, it was it was good. Good, good Mother's Day. However, <laughs> another thing I didn't have under control is I ordered her gift, and it didn't come before Mother's Day. And it didn't it didn't come until today. So that's when you that's when you print off a picture and then you put that no, picture on your card and you say, "Here, there's a picture of your present." It's coming. Kind of right. That's I the owe worst. You. That's the worst. <laughs> yeah. That seems like you didn't order or, it at all. Until or you give her a coupon, Patrick. You know what I mean? Uh, wink, wink. <laughs> oh, there's give a coupon for, for after hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it turned out to be a pretty good Mother's Day outside the gift. Uh, and yeah, that was about it for me. All right. Sweet cool. Deal. Lucas, I think that, you were uh, last. But that leaves me. All right, let's jump right in, shall we? Uh, as is tradition, usually 50% of the time, either I think Mother's Day usually falls either on the first weekend. For, like I think it's always the first Sunday, right? Or is it always the second uh, Sunday? Second Sunday. No. It's always the second Sunday. So sometimes it's a single digit Sunday. Sometimes it's double digit. So uh, we got the double whammy this weekend because I got to celebrate 17 years of marriage with my beautiful wife, Mindy. Woo-hoo! So Congrats. that was on Saturday. And then Mother's Day was on Sunday. So I was a busy, busy man. Um, my daughter got sick earlier in the week. So I got to hang out with her Thursday and Friday. We did a daddy daughter date. I took her to Outback because the last time she was there, she was eating from the kids menu 
And now she's 12 and she wants to eat like an adult. And let me tell you, grown up. she eats like an adult. <laughs> she's like, give me more. <laughs> she's just like, give me them ribs. At one point I was like, all right, which one do you like better? The ribs or the chicken wings? She's like, I like the ribs. I'm like, all right, we'll get in there. We got that uh, boomerang platter. I don't know that that's what it's called, but I've never ordered it. But I was like, you know what? We haven't gone out in a long, long time. So let's just, let's live it up. So we ordered the boomerang platter and it has like five or six different dishes inside. It's like the appetizer sampler or whatever that you get at like Applebee's or uh, and such. And, and it was, it was pretty good. Then after that we had, I know this sounds weird, but this, we got her first Starbucks. Uh, we haven't gone to Starbucks very much as a family, uh, partially because, uh, in Brazilian money, a like Frappuccino costs around 20 bucks. So it's not exactly what? something you what? just want to, yeah, it's ridiculous. Honestly, that's about the same American price. Honestly. <laughs> So you really just are like, you know, we can go get a $2 cone at McDonald's and it's about the same amount of ice cream and such. So let's do that. And so we've done that for years. And then she was just like, I want to try Starbucks. I'm like, you know what? We haven't got out in a while. Let's do it. So I had almost like a yes, a yes day for my daughter, an unofficial one. Um, Of course, all good things must come to an end because when we went to the grocery store, uh, I, I had kind of pointed out a place where she needed to grab some chips. And I said, I'm just going to go around the corner here and get uh, something else. I went around the corner. It wasn't there. So I went back. She was not there. And for what felt like 30 minutes, and was probably just like it. It was maybe five minutes. I could not find my daughter. Oh my gosh. And my stomach like just bottomed out. And I was just like panicking I, at first, I was like, okay, she's here somewhere. I'm going to find her. It's fine. And I start looking down aisles. I try to stay in you know, the general vicinity because, as you know, when people get lost or whatever, you don't stray away too far from the last time you saw them. Right. And uh, I couldn't find her. And I, I looked over. There's a security guard lady like probably 25 yards away from me. And right when I was going to go to her, I thought, wait. Natasha just a few weeks ago got her first cell phone after turning 12. Let me look at the cell phone. And I look on the cell phone and it says, Dad, where are you? <laughs> so I'm like, okay. She wrote me on the cell phone. We're good. So I wrote her and I'm like, better yet, where are you? She's like, I'm in the freezer section. And the freezer section is at least a dozen aisles where from where go? I am. And She's I'm like, sprinted. <laughs> and I'm like, stay where you are. Don't move. I'm coming to you. So I walk up to her and immediately, instead of saying, I'm so happy to find you, I'm like, what are you thinking? <laughs> what, <laughs> what possessed you to think I would be in the freezer section? She's like, I don't know. I just kept looking down aisles and I couldn't oh find you. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. This is my fault. I did not explain this to you. When you can't find me, you stop. You do not like go looking for me. I find you. You stay in the place where, you, where we last saw each other. Okay. So from now on, never do this again. And my first thought is, Mindy can never find out that this <laughs> <laughs> you will never know. <laughs> well, of course, I eventually did confess, but I waited like days after where it's like, oh, let me tell you the funny story. Yeah, so <laughs> it was not a funny story. <laughs> she's here, by the way. Yeah. She's right here. Yeah, she's right here. I found her because <laughs> she got a cell phone and we found each other. 
Um, after that, though, I did celebrate my anniversary with my wife on Saturday. We went out to uh, to watch Doctor Strange and nice. Multiverse of Madness. Oh and gosh, let me tell you, we did that. Yeah, y'all did. Well, <laughs> yeah. not all y'all, but many of you did. But we are we are planning to do a spoiler cast in uh, July, I think, for that. So <laughs> keep it. July. Yeah. Keep your eyes peeled. <laughs> Just in time for Thor: Love and Thunder. Is there That's like right. a, a varying <laughs> amount of time it takes you guys to watch this same movie? <laughs> Ronnie likes to watch it and Honestly, watch movies in five minute increments, so he'll watch it and then only randomness. <laughs> Like it's just random when we do a spoiler cast and what we do it on. I like no, it. it. I like it. No, this is great. <laughs> we we try we are to the like official <laughs> podcast that is a. We try to look fire. out for the people that you know that have like multiple kids and multiple mm-hmm. jobs and don't get a chance to go out and they want a fresh take on it like three months later. So that's, that's right. That's who we're shooting for. Is those carve your niche, man? Kind of I like that's it. That's right. That's right. So saw Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. We will touch on it later, but I will say that I enjoyed it, despite. The darkness. Ooh, it was dark. It was uh, Sam Raimi film. For sure. It was very Sam Raimi. And uh, I won't go any further into it. I'm just going to brush by it because prior to watching that movie and prior to taking my wife out to eat and, and enjoying all that, uh, as Patrick already alluded to, this weekend is pure madness because of Mother's Day weekend and because of the release of a Marvel film. Like when we pulled into the mall. Oh, the, no kidding. There, there, was a, there was a line of cars. Like literally this parking garage, like it snakes around everywhere, cars everywhere. And the parking garage guy just looks at me. And he's like, get ready for 20 to 30 minute wait. Cause, Come on. Uh, Ooh, Cause Mother's man. Day, Mother's Day and Marvel have hit at the same time you're in for it. And I'm like, <laughs> thanks, man. <laughs> just a security guy warning everybody. Within five minutes, I see a parking spot and it's like, you know. It's like blood in the water shark stuff where you're just like, <laughs> this is mine. I get up to this thing. We have, we don't have a minivan, but we have like a, it's a mini SUV, kind of like a, a Sav 4. Is that a, is that a car? Rav 4. Rav 4. I don't, it's in Portuguese. It's, I'm going to say it's Sav 4. It's not, but Rav 4. So like a Rav 4 where it's a little bigger <clears throat> than a normal car. And so this parking spot is perfect for a Ford Fiesta or a smart car. And I'm just like, I, I, for a second, I'm like, I don't think we can fit. And Mindy's like, you think we're going to find another spot? And I'm like, you're right. So I have Mindy get out. I have Mindy get out and I have her keep an eye on the sides, pull in and there's enough room, enough room for the car. And that is it. I cannot open the door. I had to fold (laughs) in. I had to fold in the mirrors and and i tap on the window and i'm like mindy open the trunk and i just walk out the, trunk. out the trunk i climb out the trunk and then that's it and, it, and i was like you know what modern problems the car's not going stuff. anywhere and the people <laughs> the people on both sides of me they had a gap where they could get in and out of their car so i knew they weren't gonna like slam their door into my car they could get in the sides i could get in the trunk we were good to go so uh i literally had to crawl out of my trunk and in my trunk when we got back it was good fun did Mindy was uh, did she have room to get into her side though? She did not. Oh, so she had to I, trunk it up too. No, no, I, I let her out before I pulled in and then I pulled out and then let her ah, in. Gentlemen, gentlemen. I was a gentleman. gentleman. Yeah, come on now. I opened nice, the door nice for her, closed the door. I was you like, didn't fail completely. That's a classic. That's right. <laughs> I rolled out the carpet, everything. It was fun. Um on the gaming front, real quick, I'll just say I I I had slept on this game because I got a PS5 in during Christmas. And I'd kind of played this game a little bit 
and then was like, oh, this is a cute little game and then moved on, played other games. And this past week, I was just like, you know what? It was during the day. Family was all kind of doing different things. So I was like, I'm going to I'm going to play Astro's Playroom. And oh, if man. I didn't like just love this little game, I don't know how many of you guys have played it, but it is just a walk down PlayStation memory lane. Uh, the gameplay, the controller, haptic feedback mechanics, everything about it is just really fun. And uh, I enjoyed it. I gave it I give it like eight and a half out of ten punches to Astrobot's little face. Uh, it was it was well, you know, when you're Astrobot, you can <laughs> you punch all the other Astrobots in the game. Your so game is so good. <laughs> I love you so much. I'm just gonna hit you all day long. Uh, it was really fun. I think the only thing that I think I think it's missing one. It's too short. Two, it needs multiplayer. Like oh, I really want to. I want to play with you know punch you know join with my kids and then we can punch each other's faces. We can punch other so astromechs face. It's just a part of life. <laughs> it's part of the fun. <laughs> but yeah, so it's cartoon I, violence though, Sean. It's cartoon violence. Well, just like the yeah, it's a good game. I'm going to punch this little mascot in the face. I'm going to play with my family. We're going to punch each other in the face. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like that's that's boy, right? Lovingly, yeah. of course. It's, I guess I'm the crazy one. What am I it's saying? Love. <laughs> it's tough love over here, over here. But uh, yeah, so that game was really fun and probably maybe crept into my top five of uh, the current next gen, whatever you want to call it. And funnily enough, that's what we're going to be talking about today. That's right, folks. Our topic is the top five with, with, with all of our dozens of honorable mentions for our favorite current-gen games, a.k.a. next-gen, which, well, how many years has it been? Two years? You really shouldn't yeah, call it next-gen. Year and a half. Year and people, half. people still call it next-gen, so like you. keep the record straight. I'm repeating. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm just repeating what I hear, so... Uh. We're going to go around the room. You sounded like the count just now. I thought you'd be ah, like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> can we please do the top five like that? Number five. <laughs> you read my mind, Sean. Perfect. So that's what we're going to start with is number five. So Sean Capri. Oh, I didn't know you... I had to order them. <laughs> what the they don't hell? have to be no, in no. a particular order. Nope. Oh, they that, do. Okay. If you don't do it, then. Well, sometimes off the top of our heads is best, right? If we don't, that's right. You know, if we, if we over, over overthink number five. Well, now I have to think about what actually is number number one. Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll just see how this one turns out. This actually sounds good for number five. Um, All this right, game, this this game, it's not even really a full game. So hopefully, you guys don't beat me over the head. Um, mm. Just punch happy Lucas over there. <laughs> um, this game came out right as, right as the Series X was coming out and um, is actually a DLC or sort of an expansion to Gears 5 is uh, called Gears Hive Busters. And it was okay. sort of like oh. a campaign version of um, the multiplayer mode called Escape and got you into who introduced you to the characters involved in that mode and what the heck you're even doing. You kind of like um, use yourself as bait 
and then the the horde kind of takes you into a into a, a bit of a base and you kind of destroy them from the inside out and it's a really fun multiplayer game and we're all talking about halo and all these other things this this is when i almost wanted to give a shout out just to remind people that this multiplayer mode exists in gears 5 which is an excellent game and yeah. this dlc is awesome and very bite-sized as well. Like it's not a, some of my other games here, we will spend dozens, if not hundreds of hours playing, but this one you can beat um, in maybe a dozen hours or so, wow. but it looked great. It was one of the first kind of, oh, games can look really good. And this is what an advancement uh, that the, the teraflops from the Series X can give you. Oh yeah. <laughs> Gear, oh, Gears 5, we were all looking for that, right? Like the most powerful console ever. What can they look like? Gears 5 is a, is a pretty good looking game on its own. And then we had something new to play with with hive busters so yeah nice. my number five spot right. goes to gears five hive busters sweet all right boom ronnie uh i'll make this easy i don't have a number five no <laughs> oh, you can opt out <laughs> i don't think i've no. played five video games since then yes i've only have. played like the same ones repeatedly on the switch like you've i could played, just like you've played last number... gen games like arc and in, in, in the gungeon defense, in his defense, he just recently got an, uh, a new gen console. This is so. true. This is true. No, we I don't can accept say the that new defense. season of Rocket League because that's always good. Okay. Or Patrick, do you want to fill in with one of your uh, honorable yeah, so mentions? I... I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, right. guys always, you guys always pick good. up like, What are you doing? Let's go, let's go with the current season of Rocket League. I accept that. You like Rocket League? I'll allow it. Are you right. saying you like Rocket League? Is that a question to me? No, I was, I was, yeah. It's your number five pick is season six. Is that what it is right now? I don't know. I, I I mean, I've actually just gotten, I've actually just gotten back into it again. Like, I'm I'm actually, uh, I know. all right. <laughs> yeah, why yeah. Are you asking me? Uh-huh. All right. Mark, please save this garbage dumpster truck on fire. Number five. What do you got? I'm going to come in with Psychonauts 2. Oh, yes. Nice. I absolutely love that game and and not really having played the first Psychonauts. Um, like, thankfully, it wasn't that much of a, like a, a gap where like you, you, you were able to figure out what was going on. But I absolutely loved uh, this game. Um, I loved the mechanics of it. I love the zaniness of it, like the Tim Burton-esque kind of kind of nature to it. Um, and and the story and the and the gameplay mechanics absolutely love this game. So yeah, my number five is Psychonauts two. Should nice. I jump in to say that was an honorable mention for me as I literally just ordered no, my top you, five? Of course. Do you want, to, do, no, want me to leave that? Of course. Okay. I'll, don't we'll... listen to Mark. Don't listen to Mark. <laughs> Throw it in there. He no, by all means. Out. By all means. <laughs> he won't. No one's yeah, going to edit anything won't. out. I think for me, Psychonauts 2 is one that, you know, when Xbox announced that they had acquired Double Fine, I was like, well, that's cool, but they'd never really done anything that really blew me away. There's a lot of legacy and history there. One of my mm-hmm. favorite games of all time is Grim Fandango. I absolutely adore that game. Yeah. But I, when's, the I last, did, when's the last time you played that? It's been, um, probably on Vita, actually. Was the, okay. The, the, that's the where I played it. Yeah. That's where I played it. And I remember I had to use a guide. I was like, how did oh, people yeah. figure this out back in the day? How did I figure any of this stuff out? I'm pretty sure I abandoned those kinds of games. when Playing I was on Vita, younger. a shocking amount was still in my brain, which just yeah? goes to nice. show that I need some sort of like defragment kind of function on my brain. Like I yeah. need to remove um memory function or just reshuffle things around so i can learn new things because there's too much memory occupied by 
uh, Grim puzzles Fandango. in Grim Fandango, Ace Ventura and Wayne's World quotes from 1993, like things like that. I need to like make room for new things. This is why I can't remember. No, Patrick no, will man. tell you. Those in. Patrick will tell you. Right? Never lose that. Never lose <laughs> yeah. the Ace Ventura and Wayne's World quotes. Oh man, that's just yeah, awesome power. All the things, all those. Yeah. man, too many for sure. Um, yeah, this game. So wasn't really stoked about Double Fine. It wasn't like a like against or anything, but I wasn't like, well, this isn't going to turn the tide on its own uh, in terms of the fortune that Xbox had. But wouldn't you know it? It's and I wasn't. I had no clue about Psychonauts One. Apparently, a lot of people played it, and it seemed to be kind of like a critical darling, a bit of a fan favorite, and a cult following. But I thought it was weird, you know. And it, yeah. you could, I think it came to Game Pass of some sort, and I, I played it. And I was like, it's it's neat, but okay. But this Psychonauts Two has such a wonderful cast of characters to it, and the writing is exactly what you would want from from Tim Schafer and this team. And it really played quite well. I just really, really loved it. My expectations were nowhere near what it ended up being. So I'm yeah. really glad that you mentioned it, Mark. Absolutely. Love that game. Nice. All right, Patrick, your number five. Mm, my number five is It Takes Two. Now, this is a Ooh, game that a fine choice. I played through twice. Once with you, Lucas. Yep. And once with you, Mark. Yep. And so I. this game is so varied uh throughout the game throughout the game i mean every single level is a stiff different mechanic is the and, and for every different mechanic it is just a whole new way to play the game which was really really fun to do uh the only thing is i mean the only drawback is is the book but the book was so bad that i felt uh, it, it was it really brought a little bit of character to to the game because I mean, the story is just horrific. The whole, the, the and I'm, I'm not going to get into any spoilers, but man, the story was was just like a, uh, I don't know. It was just, you felt bad for all the characters. And yeah, some of there's the characters, not a single character that's yeah. likable in this game. It's really hard. The, the, the only, no redeemable thing. characters. No, really, nobody. Yeah, really I don't hard. think I've heard anybody explain it that way. I haven't played this game. Nobody is likable in this game. No. I, don't I think, think the so. book is so that's, bad. He's good, though. Like, he's so recommend. cheesy. But the thing is, the gameplay is so excellent. It's an honorable mention the... for me. Yeah. It's an honorable mention for me. Fantastic. You know, but, but like, even, even with the unlikable characters, the writing, I mean, you're laughing almost through the entire thing. The, the dialogue between the husband and wife are so good. Um, and, and the way they interact with all of the, uh, all of the characters that are yeah. in the game and it's, it's, re it's really good. Uh, except, you know, you just don't, you don't care for the characters <laughs> at, right. at all. You Has anybody more... seen? Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no you good. go ahead. Okay. Mm. Have, have any of you guys seen the brave little toaster? Yep. Yep. No. Yeah. So in the brave little toaster, Sean, this is all about like a toaster, a lamp, a vacuum cleaner, like, like these different house appliances that are trying to escape or trying to find their master yep. and through their adventures, like they get caught in these very dangerous situations and they run into other appliances that have like been maimed and been like killed in a way, like losing parts of their body. And it's really, when you watch it as a kid, it's kind of like kind of scary, <laughs> a little morbid. Is this something from like back crazy. in the day or is this something yeah, like this oh, is yeah. from the 80s? It's a Disney. It's a Disney. Yeah. Disney. Oh, Disney I thought it was like from, the Sid 80s. from Toy Story grew up and just kept, instead of damaging his toys, you just ripping apart all his <laughs> if appliances. Sid, if Sid wrote a movie 
about suffering appliances and toys, this is what he would have written. Okay. okay. And so, it's appliances. <laughs> yeah. And it's a, yeah, it's so random. But, but the reason I mention that is because in this game, it takes two. There are moments where it's just like that movie. And it's like, oh my gosh, if this were like a human being, this would be M for mature. Like it gets, it gets crazy. It's it like, real dark. And it's, and it's, and it's entertaining ish. It's not like punch a Astrobot in the face entertaining. It's more of a, well, it's a good thing these are appliances because if it was something else, I would not let my kids watch this. Mm. But it's a, uh, it's pretty, it's a pretty crazy game. It's a very unique game mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, my number five is Horizon Forbidden West. This was a game that I was anticipating, probably second only to God of War Ragnarok. Um, but then it kind of became a dark horse contender. I kind of was like meh about the game. Um, this was our, was this our February, March game? A February game. Yeah. And I just right. finished it. Yeah. I just, yeah. It, it, I think it started in yeah February 18th when it released. Uh, and then it was, um, so I just finished it, Sean, just to fit with uh, the rest of our, you know, practices. I finished it here in May. Uh, <laughs> We've already done our spoiler <laughs> cast. That's, that's how. Yeah. That's how. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, it, 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 it finished strong like it just it got to the end and it it got me like some of the story beats some of the things that happened the events the gameplay it all kind of clicked for me like in the last few missions so it reached my my top five because of it so uh yeah so that's my number five all right mark you need to announce number four uh my number four no no the the count 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 chocula style or whatever oh, it is. Four, four video games. Ah, ah, ah. There we go. There we go. Oh, I think it's a different character. Yeah, you it's the got count. the, the, the count. count. He could like chocolate. Maybe he's related to Count Chocula. All the four right. chocolate bars. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> All right, Mark, what's your number four? Uh, so my number four is Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Ooh, nice, nice, nice. This was the this was the first, I think, one of the first uh, this gen game, yeah, like new gen games. That's like, wow, this is next gen. Like just the way that the the gameplay dynamics are set up, like with with the rifts and everything, and just how seamless everything is. Uh, now, granted. I have not finished this game yet, <laughs> but it's still it's still there. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I absolutely love from what I've played of it. Um, everything just looks beautiful. The gameplay mechanics are fantastic. The story is 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 hilarious from what I've played so far. Um, and um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to to actually finish it because I am going to go back to it. Um, nice. But uh, but yeah, that uh, that definitely makes it to my number four because it's just fantastic all right good pick good pick yep ronnie how about you so i have a question so for everybody at home um i have a migraine headache tonight so the computer Mm -hmm. is is really killing me um you guys just want me to give the rest of mine sure yeah we can talk about them before i jump off of here four three two one let's go number four okay so number four is going to be easy also because i don't have one uh, I put down right. Broforce just because I want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's still one of my favorite games. I still play it every week. Um, usually, uh, I, couch co-op uh, is my favorite type of video gaming there is. Uh, I think hands down. 
Um, I like playing online, but there's just nothing better than sitting with your buddies and playing, uh, you know, a game on the couch and, you know, laughing and having a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did put that down. I really have not. I looked at 2021 and 2022 um, out of all the games that are released. I've played pretty much three games exclusively, um, two of which I played for a really long time. So that would be the reason um, I don't. But number three is Halo Infinite. There you go. Um, I did all play right. a lot of that. I've I always played the Halo games growing up. I loved all of them, honestly. Um, with Halo Infinite, it I didn't beat the game. I think it's the first time I like started a Halo game and didn't beat it, uh, only because it's a massive game. I mean, it is really big. Uh, the open world concept I thought was awesome, though. Um, Pat, I know you've been like playing through this now. My one complaint, legitimately, on the game is that there is just no ammo anywhere. Anywhere, constantly switching guns. Like you just, there's nothing. Like you can't keep any gun for any period of time. <clears throat> uh, do you guys just want me to keep going? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. All right. Number two, I think Mark will prove Pokemon Arceus. Mm, there you go. Oh yeah. <clears throat> you know, I never like I've never really been um, crazy into Pokemon. I I played the Game Boy games. I think like probably all of us did back in the day. Um, I was never really into the show or anything, but I do think the world of Pokemon is awesome like it's just a cool idea like all of it is really cool so i played through and beat that game um a lot of hours in that one it is i mean to catch all the pokemon uh yeah you have to to catch uh rcs at the end you have to catch like every pokemon and some of them are only available at night and it's like a rare spawn so you literally are just jumping there a hundred times hoping that it's going to be there to catch and then sometimes you don't catch it which is the most frustrating that's mm. when I could have used one of those uh, bubble wraps for my controller. Throw your whole switch. <laughs> Ray out the window. Yeah, if a rare one gets away, you know, you're not getting there again in a while. Frisbee toss. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that game was cool. Uh, the one thing I didn't, like, care for, like, uh, everything about the game, other than the graphics, I loved. And the only reason I say that is because Pokemon is such a big brand um, that I just felt like they could have done so much more. Like from uh from a like a graphic standpoint, like I don't know, maybe just make it a little bit more real. It was the same, like just felt like almost playing it on like the Game Boy, really. Like the graphics really haven't updated <laughs> yeah. at all. Um, but the the game itself was really awesome. The story yeah. and the you know, the open world exploring that was really fun. Yeah, none of those uh none of those Pokemon games are are really graphic heavy. They they never that's really true. put any sort of emphasis on that. But that's like even like that's Nintendo. Nintendo doesn't put a lot of emphasis on graphics. You know, I always imagine when I'm playing those that they're just like, you know what? You're going to get these graphics and you're going to like it. And there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> you're going to play it anyways. So you're just going to take it. So warning at the start of the game, just, <laughs> yeah, said, just before you comment on the, on the graphics, they're starving kids in Africa. All right. Exactly. So, <laughs> exactly. You'll be, you'll be this fine. For this. Get over yeah. yourself. We're gonna give you these cartoon graphics that are from the '90s, and you're just, you're gonna like it. You're gonna play it anyways, and we know you are. So harsh. Don't pretend like you're not. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and I, and I like I, I I would read it probably and just be like, yeah, yeah, you're right about that, but I'm gonna complain about it. It's <laughs> fair. It's fair. Um. So yeah, that game was really fun. It was kind of uh, felt good getting back into like a Pokemon game because it had been a while, you know. Yeah. Uh, just kind of brings you back the whole childhood thing. And uh, that was a really fun experience. And then lastly, my number one, you guys already know what it is. 
Nope, no idea. Is Elden Ring? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is the monster that is Elden Ring. Like you want to talk about a game that will really make you want to throw your controller. Um, Sounds awesome. Just delete it off your system. Throw it's, your TV. I mean, throw your controller. Honestly, like you're just going to burn your house to the ground as soon as you just pick up your house and throw it. It's, I had I, no idea that this was going to be such a violent show. Like I like Astrobot so much, I want to punch this. I want to punch babies and yeah, in the last. Whoa, whoa! Yeah, usually no in the last segment, babies. we just fight each other. I feel like that's, that's where we're that's headed. That's the line. That's the line, like, right that's the line on the show. Robot babies, maybe. <laughs> um no so elden ring everybody's you know everybody's heard everybody's seen the memes the gifts about all of it um it's It's all true it is all true everything about it is true um it it is a souls game where uh there's so many frustrating things but i will say that it is one of the prettiest games that i've ever played uh like that open world concept is beautiful and uh I, i this is the first game i got with my new xbox so I was able to play it with the much more high-powered one, um, but yeah, it 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 t- I you know I need to look and see how many hours I have into it, but I don't want to. Uh, it's one of those things like I, I don't know if I want to know how many hours that I really put into it because it's got to be it's got to be a ton. I'm I'm over a hundred a hundred percent for sure of that. But yeah. uh, no, I did technically beat the storyline, which made me feel really good. It's like. Well, if you put that many hours into something, like you, you just have to beat it. Like you don't yeah, have a choice. Yeah, for sure. So. For sure. But yeah, Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Man. Apparently, I like a really difficult video game. I tell you what, I really. It, this is a kind of game where I wish modding was available on consoles because there is there are so many things that PC gamers do to mod games like this. One of the most recent ones I thought was really really cool was they uh, have a. Uh, a mod where you can be a Darth Darth Vader if you're like a confessor class, and the, <laughs> and then you can have a lightsaber. Like that's really 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 cool. Um, how they how they can just mod and just like you know you can have Buzz Lightyear in there. You can have Doink the Clown. You can just like <laughs> Doink. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the PC modders out there are crazy. I mean, they've done there's they've some done awesome Resident ones. Evil three, and so instead of like. This it's monster Barney. coming at you. It's Barney, or it's the <laughs> I love you, Thomas you the Train, or something you. like that. You know, Too like close. absolutely not. The most recent one I see, um, I, I saw for Elden Ring was somebody recreated uh, Rocky. Like Rocky Balboa, yes, and it's just this shirtless guy with two boxing gloves, and he just goes <laughs> in and like the survivors playing in the background and everything. Um, yeah, they do some good stuff for that. All right, yeah. I saw the one where they modded in uh, Frodo and Samwise, and they were like <laughs> yeah. taking the ring to Mordor. It does. It does look like that. Like the game. It does exactly like. Yeah, like it does. It looks like you're really running does. through Mordor. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Uh, but no, it it is an extremely hard game. It's. You know, when I was playing through this game, I realized I don't know if I like without the Internet, I don't know how it would have ever been possible for me to finish the game ever. Uh, I don't know how somebody could get in and just figure stuff out in that game. Like that part is amazing to me. Right. right. Um, I think even if I had a game guide like early 90s style, like I still wouldn't have been able to get through it. What about Game Genie? That would have helped. I mean, maybe, maybe. Game Shark. But uh, yeah, it's. This is one of those games where they just want you to, uh, you know, they just want you to be upset. I think I, I talked to Eric. I played a lot of it with, with him um, on co-op through the storyline. And I was like, man, why would they do this? Like I kept saying that. And he's like, dude, 
because the guy who created this game wasn't loved as a child. (laughs) (laughs) He got punched. He got punched in the face. He is absolutely uh, lashing out at everybody. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's just lashing out at everybody playing this game. Uh, So, but yeah, Elden Ring, it it was, uh, it was an awesome experience for sure. There you go. You heard it here, folks. Nice. All right. Well, thanks for your picks, Ronnie. I hope I appreciate uh, it. Hope, hope you, you can better. alleviate that <clears throat> migraine, my friend. Take some drugs, get some sleep. Yeah, I am sorry I have to leave Hear early. Uh, Sean, it was a pleasure. Yeah, man. I can't wait to catch soon. up. Ex- took the words right out of my mouth, my friend. Feel better. <laughs> Absolutely, guys. Thanks. I'll see you later. Take see, it easy, buddy. Uh, see you, Ronnie. Bye. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sean. Number four. Lay Number four. Oh, my goodness gracious. I want to almost do a... Mm, nope, I'm going to do what I said. Uh, right. Number four is on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, another right. game that kind of surprised me um, because I saw it revealed at E3 and I'm like, who gives a crap about this? This is not the holiday game that I want. And that game is Metroid Dread. Ooh. And turned out I was totally wrong. I, you know, some people don't like being wrong. I love being wrong about video games. Yes. I love, I love saying like, nope, not interested, not going to play it. This was actually one of the things that started a bit of an unhealthy purchasing spree for Nintendo where I'm like every single thing. Actually, no, it was it was one game before this. It was um, Skyward Sword HD where I'm like, that's not the Zelda game that I want. I bought it and then had a great time with that. Same thing happened here. Metroid Dread. Mm. Not loving the not loving the what I'm what I'm seeing here. It, I remember thinking the the graphics looked a little soft and presentation wise, just like okay, well I've, I've been here before, and then I played it on my OLED, which I also said I wasn't going to be buying because I play primarily on a TV. So who needs yeah. this OLED upgrade? But here I am. Metroid Dread is so good. It was really and and actually I, I want to go back to it now. It's got the the boss rush mode. Um, I was totally enthralled with this game. Um, probably the best thing that I can say is that I wasn't bouncing off to anything else when playing this game. I was just really stuck in it. I wanted to, I wanted to explore every single nook and cranny and cover and corner. Um, this isn't on the next gen necessarily consoles, but it, but it came around. I think this counts in terms of our timeline. Um, but yeah, shout out to Metroid dread on Nintendo switch. There you go. You All right. It nice. counts. Count it. Count it. Uh, Patrick. Counts. Did you get yes. number four? Uh, I I am, but I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat a little bit. Uh-oh. Cheat a little bit here. Here we you know? go. And, and because it came out at the exact same time, in the exact same combo, was Spider Man Remastered and Spider Man Miles Morales. Oh, that's Both cheating. Of them, cheating. Oh, I don't accept. You have to pick which one's gonna, for Miles Morales, and then All slash. Right. No, you can't slash nothing. It came out. Uh, it came out. <laughs> no, you have Same to pick time. one. There are two says, games. Two says separate the guy games. who wants to pick Hades on PS5. Come yeah, on yeah. No, that's on that's PS5. one game. Well, then I'm picking on God one. of War on PC. Like let's let's be honest that's here. Like that, one that, game. Would, that would be my number one. Yeah, playing mm. God of War on PC in January of this year. That game, man. Oof. There you uh, go. Came out. But yep. Yeah, Spider-Man Miles Morales. The the just the seamless loading and or no loading at all in the entire game because i saw like side by side of you know of of you know you're finishing a mission you're going from one building out to the out to the the streets and it loads on ps4 but on ps5 you're straight out of the street you can continue on your mission um and that's just like the power the jump from ps4 to ps5 yeah and just seeing that uh and just like as much fun as it is to fly around the city 
uh, and the original Spider-Man on PS4 and the other the old gens. Um, it's just so much better and uh, on the next gen systems uh, because of the no loading. I mean, you're playing the entire game and there's no loading. The only loading that you're getting is loading into the game, which is longer. It's, it's, it's a weird, it's like 10, 15 seconds before you can actually get into the game. But once you're in no loading and the story was amazing, the graphics were amazing. Um, the and the animation just amazing. And this was one of the, this was the first game I played on uh the on the ps5 was spider-man miles morales i'm like that's such an important choice isn't it you get that thing home you clear out your entire room so you renovate your room so you can fit the beast into the space you know and then you choose the game it's got to be it's got to be a bit of a looker yeah man nice beautiful beautiful game nice all right uh my number four i already mentioned astro's playroom what an ode to the playstation legacy uh, I expect a sequel that's a multiplayer. I really want a sequel where they take the graphics from each generation, like almost like a mashup of the, the popular games, PS1, popular games, PS2, and then they make like an Astrobot, at, you know, Astro's Playroom version of it, and then also make it multiplayer. Mm, but, it's uh, it's got to be on VR too, right? PSVR 2. You'll get a sequel, yeah, I would imagine. It's got to be something. I mean, they had the what the rescue mission, right, Pat? The uh, that's where the it originated, Astrobot. right? Yeah, that's where it originated yep. was Astrobot mm-hmm. res- rescue mission. Just think of what uh, they could do that. Like, if no. they place you in a VR setting in some classic PlayStation games, like that would be wild, man. That would be so wild. Now, so wild. Uh, the rescue mission was actually it was the first official game, but in there was like a um, Astro's playground or something like that. I can't remember, but oh, it was on PS4, the camera, and, the camera and game. That was, I believe, that we was, have that multiplayer you you could pl- actually play two players yeah you on can that one you there were because there's a bunch of mini games and right you could play yeah and how why they removed the multiplayer from this astros playroom for ps5 is beyond me i get it for vr because it's kind of hard to play yeah. have if you have two vrs you know like that's that's it's hard to that's come dangerous by, you know? you're like smashing your heads into each other and stuff, so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it'd be bad but yeah so astros playroom is my number four all right, Mark, what's our next number? Three, three video games. Ah, ah, ah. There you go. All right, Sean Capri, you get to lead us out. What's your number, a trace? Should I have been mentioning honorable mentions or are we saving that for the end? Just save it to the end. We'll okay. throw them out there okay. like for fun. And, and my numbering kind of doesn't make any sense at all, but this is just kind of how it hits me. But um, game that came out day and date, on Game Pass uh, last year, just last year, actually. Um, probably wouldn't have been on anybody's radar, I don't think, if it wasn't for Game Pass, and that's a little game called Outriders. Uh, oh, space yeah. sci-fi, nice. totally silly, stupid story and over-the-top acting and occurrences. Uh, Outriders, honestly, right from the start, kind of like captured me just with its, with its premise, that the world had... E- some catastrophe to happen and humanity is on a, a couple giant ships finding the new land and things aren't as good as you thought they would be. You, you land on this new space and yeah, all, all heck breaks loose. And my goodness gracious, this game is just so fun to, to jump into and go shoot stuff. And I really liked it sort of, um, blend of it, it felt like a game as a games as a service kind of thing, but it's really a self-contained. You can play it, by yourself or with friends as well. Yeah. I feel like what it did 
in the way of rewarding you for increasing the difficulty in the world and the tier system that it had is something that I don't know enough people really talk about. And it's one of the Mm. reasons that it climbs so far up my list. I don't want to say it's like as revolutionary as something like the nemesis system, but like, it's kind of up there for me. It it just okay. really made sense. Like you could really start to, it's, it's it, but it's a lot like Diablo. Like it's a lot like that kind of thing where you're you just, speaking, you're speaking my language. Sean, yeah. It's a, it's a loot. Sure. It's a looter shooter, you know, that we've yep. seen, we've seen that before, but with a kind of silly story, but I just yep. like that, you know, the stakes were so high. I, that's kind of like my weakness mm. I've found with video games is if the story features something where the stakes are like outrageous, I am there. And that's why I like the Bioware games so much. Cause I don't think anybody does, anything quite like like going up against the blight in dragon age or the reapers in mass effect like they just they do that so well and i liked outrider's sense of self-awareness and irreverence like it it didn't take itself too seriously and not to slam one of your picks lucas but i feel like horizon kind of like it it feels like it's real smart now writers knows that it's not the smartest game yeah. in the world but the premise no, of the sci-fi nature is just a it's just a romp so yeah. I, I hope that we get to see more of that. I'll be curious to know what happens just given the whole Square Enix thing. Um, but I really, yeah, I really liked Outriders, number three. For nice. Me. Well, nice. I, I bought that one for Christmas. It's still not touched the, it's still not been loaded. I'd love to know what you think. Yeah, but like I'll the main character is just a brute. I look forward to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super yeah. fun. Cool. All right, Patrick, your number, Trace. Oh, my number three is Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, it's on my to-do list, man. Oh, my oh, gosh. Me, too. Is it your number three? It's my number no three. Guess what? Me, oh, three. No. no. I'm so left out. We are brothers. <laughs> Let's go. Sorry, Sean. You're left yeah. out. Hang on. I mean, I can we pause we right here? Just pause recording. I, can I go play it for a little bit and come back and talk about <laughs> yeah. it? Is that okay? A month later, we come back. <laughs> Me, yeah. four. Me, four. <laughs> Yeah, we get edited edit it in afterwards. This game, like, mm. it it came out of nowhere for me. Like, I'm like, this is a Marvel single-player, you know, Avengers game. You know, like, I really liked the Marvel's Avengers game, uh, only because I played with Lucas for 200 exactly. hours. Exactly. That's the only um, reason we loved it, is because yeah. we played it with each other. Right. Otherwise, if I didn't have, I wouldn't have played it that much. But uh, this was a fantastic single-player story-driven game. Uh, I am a sucker for stories. And this was an unbelievably well-written it would it does not deserve to be this good this good this game overperformed in my eyes as far uncharted as charted in space uncharted was, in space yes it, it, was it, awesome. it, it was it was beautiful uh the dialogue was spot on with the guardians of the galaxy and the way they interact with each other uh it's everything that uh i wanted in a guardians of the galaxy game and so much more it exceeded my ex- expectations in so many ways uh, that I played it twice. Like I had, I had already beaten it and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go back, you know, like, cause I know there's like, you could go back and to get the platinum, just do a little, couple little things. I was like, no, I'm going to play the entire thing again because I want to relive this story. The story was so good. Mark, keep the trend going. Yeah, I, I absolutely loved this this story. I loved the detail. Like we've talked about this in our in our spoiler cast before, just the detail down to like they wrote an entire like album, like a hard rock 80s album just for this game. Yeah. Just to, for it to be part of it uh, of the of the whole story. Um and just every little detail is is fantastic. 
Um, the story was firing on all cylinders. Like I loved the heart of that story. Mm. And, you know, of course it's super goofy. It's guardians. What do you expect? Right. Um, but, but yeah, absolutely loved the, the gameplay, loved the story uh, elements of it. Um, you know, I, I just, I'm just a sucker for those, those types of Marvel story games that, you know, they actually make you feel something. And, um, you know, I, that that's really all I can say about it is just um, it was just a fantastic and fun game overall. So yeah, yeah, man, I I echo all of that and so much more. The the hit, getting hit in the feels in a Guardians game, and then like one millisecond la- later, like belly laughing, is just such a fun experience. I don't know, like I did, was not expecting uh, such emotional moments from characters that you know you yeah i would say even the the mcu guardians of the galaxies didn't reach this level of like heart like where they hit you in the feels they they really in this game they divulge some of the backstories of some of the guardians that i knew about but like getting to experience it through their perspective was really cool um and was just really an enjoyable narrative experience uh and the game itself was fun i mean some of the battling got repetitive the huddle sometimes was weird. You know, I had to put it on Patrick and I both had to put it on auto successful huddle. Cause there was sometimes I was like, I don't know what the right option is. And then you get out of the huddle and the music it would pick was not matching the battle. <laughs> right. Like you have this huge Epic battle and it's like, I can't remember the funniest no one. woman. No cry comes on. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It was just it's like these random crazy. songs. Yeah. It's like, this song does not fit me fighting against this huge giant monster, but whatever. Uh, it's part of Guardians, also, so it's yeah, it's it matches, I guess, in some ways. So, yeah, all right, uh, Mark. What's yeah, me next too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We already knew. We already knew you agreed, Sean. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> uh, Mark, <laughs> what's our next one? Two, two video games. Ah, ah, ah. All right, uh, number two. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Patrick already alluded to it kind of in his hybrid pick, but spider Spider-Man miles Morales. Um, I really enjoyed that game. That is my number two pick. I feel like it took the best parts of the, the, is it the 2018? I guess the remastered Spider-Man. It took the best parts of it, condensed it. Um, the music is the beats in that game are oof so good. Yes. Um, I feel like it, it just like the original Marvel Spider-Man on PS4, it, it made the collect- collectibles meaningful. There were some heartfelt moments that impacted you, uh, during boss battles, after boss battles, during collectibles, like in, in so many different ways. Um, and the game was super fun to play through to play through again because the platinum required it and i you know i'm a i'm softly retired in trophy hunting after getting like 140 something odd trophies last platinum trophies it was madness and this year i'm like i don't really care but with that one like it was a joy to platinum and play twice through uh i i loved and and there's nothing like uh webbing around or swinging around the city of new york as spider-man um and not just for myself, but handing the controller to my kids and watching the look on their face as they swing around. And they're, you know, they're not like fumbling with the controller, like, what do I do? It's just, it's easy. 
And yet at the same time, like you can press button combos to be even cooler as Spider-Man. So I loved it. That's my number two pick. Beautiful. Uh, how about you, Marcus? My number two pick also is Spider-Man Miles Morales. <laughs> yeah. oh, here we go. Man. Well, mine's all the way down to four. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Way to go, slacker. Sorry. You ruined I it. tried to throw to ruin it. Spider-Man to, to do it better, but sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I, and you know what's really sad is like, this is the first game I played on my on my PS5 when when I got it. Yeah. And this was like, obviously, it was a it was a day. I got a day one uh, PS5. Right. And that whole time did not realize I was playing the PS4 version. Of it. Oh, <laughs> no, man. No, dang it. Back in the day, it was so hard wah, to tell. Wah. Which, yeah, it was. Yeah, you you couldn't tell. You can tell which that which version you had downloaded. So, yeah. Um, thankfully, since then, I have gone back and played the PS5 version of it. There you um, go. There you um, go. But it is uh, it is the only game that I have platinumed. Um, yeah. And and so that's how much I, I, I love this game. I loved the, the gameplay. Yeah, just getting back into that environment and just swinging around New York and everything just looks beautiful. Yeah. Um, they do such a great job of of of. Um, you know, recreating New York and especially it's a Christmas game set around Christmas time. So the snow's flying and everything and you got Christmas. Can't trees go wrong with that. Cannot go wrong with that. Um, and yeah, everything about Miles's character and just that whole that whole background and, and basically it piggybacking off of the um, 2018 Spider-Man um, was just fantastic. I absolutely love the story and I loved how how all of the like I love it when the when the side missions and like the the collectibles and things like that they tie in to the lore of the character uh, and things like that they they make it worth getting mm-hmm. and and for me that was that was a big thing for for both the remastered version or the the 2018 Spider-Man and the and Miles Morales is like they made it worthwhile picking up those uh those collectibles looking at you mm-hmm. Batman Arkham Knight. Um, <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> Riddler trophies. Get out of here. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I absolutely love this game. Uh, I will pick it up anytime and have a great time with it. So mm-hmm. yeah, that is my numero dos. Nice. All right, Patrick, how about you? Uh, my number two is Returnal. Now, oh, this, yeah. this game came out of nowhere for me. These are the, the roguelite games are not games for me uh that i thought that worked for me you know i played hades played the heck out of that platinum that uh and but returnal was took full advantage of the playstation 5 the haptic feedback just a beautiful game uh this game is beatable you know it is a tough game a really really tough game you have to be very strategic and how you maneuver every randomly generated level where enemies are coming at you from different, you know, it's so the way it's randomly generated, like the rooms are and all the collectibles and all the upgrades and things like that. Uh, this, this game just like drew me in. The story didn't make a lick of sense. Uh, <laughs> and, because, and with me being a big story driven guy, and this game just didn't have, didn't really have one uh, because it was so abstract. Uh, it didn't matter because the gameplay uh, was so varied uh, from, from room to room. 
it was so beautiful the way they used the lighting and, and the graphicalness, as well as I call it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and it with with all of the different guns and the enemies. Uh, this was so beautiful. This was one of the games where, man, I wish I wish it wasn't so hard so other people could play this game um, because it is it is a very, very difficult game. There is no difficulty on this, um, which is a barrier to entry for a lot of people. I just wish more people would play this game um, because it's so satisfying, so satisfying when you come across a boss and you, you, you die. And you have to be all go all the way back to the beginning uh, of the game. No matter how far you've gotten, you have to go back all the way to the beginning of the game. Uh, and then you have to go through the rooms again, get back to get back to the boss. And when you defeat that boss, it is so satisfying. Um, I thought this would be a game where I'd want to throw up my controller. But this game is a game that, is, like I said, it is beatable. And if you lose, you only have yourself to blame because every single room every single level has a way to beat it and you know just kind of like elden ring there is a way to beat these these enemies um it's just if you have the patience and the and the the right loadout the right guns and um every 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 run every run that you have every you know every time you die you'd have to do another run um you have more upgrades that you can have you know permanent upgrades and things like that this game was so fantastic um i I think there was there was recently a DLC um, that that I haven't gotten yet, but I want to jump back into this world. I want to go back and get the platinum uh, for this because it's just one of the one of the best games on PS5 right now. On uh, for for next gen for this current gen and and, and overall game's fantastic. Mm-hmm. All right, I can't wait to jump into that one. I think uh, when the the PlayStation Plus levels you know happen in june i think returnal is going to be in one of those options so yeah and one of the joining you for that one of the uh upgrades that they've done to it one of the you know downloadable things that 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 they added to it uh was a multiplayer you know you can actually play multiplayer this used to be a single player game and how much fun would it be to be able to do that in in multiplayer i've never seen any videos i've heard heard anybody talking about playing this game multiplayer because it is for ps5 only and it's a roguelike game that's one of the hardest games uh out there so there's a very small amount of people that you know are are talking about this playing this game um so really really excited so once this premium playstation premium comes out and more people get their hands on it i think it's gonna you know boost boost the the resurgence yeah Yeah. i'm really looking forward to it Nice. All right, Shani, give us your uh, nice. number two. Number two. Well, I have to say, you know, it, it's occurred to me that I actually have two hobbies. One of the hobbies is playing video games, and the other one is just having them, uh, buying yeah. them, and just <laughs> not the playing them. Yeah. So you guys are rounding out like a nice list for me. I'm like taking notes on the side here. I'm like, okay, I got to get to Spider Man. I got to get to Returnal. I got to get to Guardians. Like, I'm, I'm liking this. You're narrowing yeah. things down. Maybe, maybe Whatever it won't be Tomb Raider next time. Uh, what are we number two uh my number two is um kind of not typical for me in terms of i usually like pretty traditional either shooters or or whatever i mean metroid is a age-old game at this point um but for me in my gaming history a jrpg is not part of the the lineage okay Mm. Um, all right okay but tales of arise was one of the games Mm. that i played just last year that i'm still thinking about to this day 
And whenever I see anybody jump into play, I'm like, yes, you get to play Tales of Arise for the first time. Um, I don't have a huge amount of history, like I said, with JRPGs in general and certainly not um, with the Tales series. Um, but again, stakes in this one. This, it, this one is all about story and it's all about characters. And even the notion of uh, like the premise kind of puts two different peoples um, against each other. And as a you start out as a bit of a slave with a kind of like a Leonardo DiCaprio man in the iron mask situation. Uh, you, All you, right. you can't really like do it. You, I always wondered how this character eat, eats anything, by the way, like, I'm <laughs> not really sure how he stayed like, nourished. It all up. There's a big problem. Like there's like just puree it, drink in, it through a straw. Inconsistent. Maybe I, love I mean, the there's thoughts that, that go through your mind as you're playing. Like, you know what? I don't care about the story, but I wonder what, how he, how eats. does he how consume anything? <laughs> how feasible is this? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Everything else was totally believable. This like spacefaring <laughs> thing. And there's a, there's like a moon kind of planet. And there's these people who enslave these other people. And there's 300 years of war and blah, blah, blah. Um, and also this is the best part about the, the main character, the, the person you play, he can't feel pain. So yeah, my issue is with the iron mask that he's got, not the <laughs> fact that he doesn't feel any, any sort of pain. Right. Right. And, and, um, yeah, he, he comes across a kind of a damsel in distress with her own incredible backstory. And they go on this journey to go, well, you know what? Enough of this crap. We are freeing our people. And we go through all these different realms with leaders, um, almost like uh, Hunger Games style with the different districts. There's different leaders with different styles of um, oppressing their uh, <laughs> their their people. Yeah. And it's, it's just really interesting. The part, you start out, you're basically like in the Flintstones age, you're just, your job is to break rocks down, I guess. And you move on to the next area and you meet another character who has a very troubled relationship with his dad. And that is really interesting. You go on to the next area and it actually seems like everything is great, but maybe not everything is as it seems. And my goodness gracious, it just plays so well. It's beautiful. I played... Um, with Japanese voice acting and then English subtitles. So I get like the full Japanese emotion in the voice acting. I don't know yeah. what they're saying half the time. Cause I'm like playing in a battle, which is this wonderful mix of active action, but kind of like um, move based. It's not, it's not, um, it's not full like devil may cry, but it's kind of like that a okay. little bit in these okay. kind of um you you emerge into uh into these combat situations like most other jrpgs they're kind of emergent you go fight a little battle and you're back into the main world you you go journey on mm. but the game is beautiful the music is wonderful and yeah they're they're shouting out japanese stuff that i i can't pay attention to the subtitles in the combat because i'm right trying to trying to win trying to survive but i really recommend this game like again right. like if you're if you're not into jrpgs uh, to a huge degree like i think it's got a pretty good on-ramp for people like us like I, I, that i i'm not too storied in it so um tales of arise is my is my number All two right. of this generation it was it was my number two nice. of last year as well uh overall so little hint as to where i might be going next oh okay mm. okay nice yeah tales of arise i've heard good things i i actually early on in my gaming days like ps1 um like breath of fire uh wild arms yeah, um, Final Fantasy games like seven and eight, nine. Like I played a bunch of those JRPGs, and then now that I'm a dad, now that I'm an adult, they scare me. Like, oh, I yeah. really, I really want to try Persona Five. I've heard about Tales of Arise. I want to mm -hmm. try those out, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to put that yeah. time investment in. But yeah, that's great. I get maybe one a year as it's turned it. out. 
Yeah, I think the year before, I think I played Xenoblade Definitive Edition. So okay, with Xenoblade nice. Three coming out, I'm like, I don't know if I can squeeze in two and and three coming out. But yeah, yeah. as it turns yeah. out, I get about one of those a year. Okay, um, I think one a, one, a, one a year is a good goal. Good mm-hmm. goal to have. So sweet. All right. Uh, well, what number are we on now, Mark? I think one that's the grand finale. One video game. Ah ah ah. <laughs> Numero uno. Oh. Our next gen current goat, uh, Sean. We're just going to come right back to you. Oh snap! Lay it, lay it on us. We're snaking it. So man, I almost want to do all the. I almost want to do all the honorable mentions that don't do it. Make the hold list, it. But I, okay, I will. I will hold on. Well, to it. do you want? Do we want to do our honorable mentions? Let's do real honorable quick mentions before we. Before we oh, okay, well, look at me. One totally changed the damn show. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we roll we roll with the punches. So, uh, Mark, what are we on now? Uh, mentions. Ah, ah. Yeah, ah. <laughs> other other video games ah, <laughs> other. <laughs> number six through 27 ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah all right so uh actually why don't we do this you share your honorable mentions and then you just share your number one sure so, sean we'll just meet in the middle so all sean right. perfect throw us your honorable mentions and then tell us your number one yeah, I'll kind of I'll kind of breeze through because it's a bunch of good games. I wasn't sure how this was really gonna lay up because um, I was thinking about the last couple of years and I and I've missed a lot of the games you guys have talked about and I'm really curious to see what your number one is. I probably haven't played that one either. I didn't get a PS5 until quite recently actually, so I've missed out on quite a lot of stuff there. And it does seem just reflecting back on that that maybe PS5 has had more next gen kind of things like when you think next gen maybe more on on PS5 now that we're almost two years in. Um, but I'll kind of like, yeah, mention a few. I, I, I had mentioned Psychonauts 2 was one of my honorable mentions. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, the game that I just talked about at the, at the beginning, Life is Strange, definitely deserves to be on yeah. my honorable mention list. It's mm-hmm. one of the one of the best in that series. Uh, Yakuza, Like a Dragon, you guys. Okay. Again, just an absolutely silly and wild game. I think it's still in Game Pass. Um, that game is just ridiculous. Um, Far Cry 6, also a very good Far Cry game that I spent a ton of time in more of just like an action romp kind of just go around, shoot stuff. The, the yeah. guns are ridiculous and has a, yeah. has a story that engages most people. Um, and I just finished the destiny Two witch queen campaign yeah, a little while too. ago. And that was awesome, dude. Like that, that game is weird. Some of these games that have been around for a little while and destiny, I feel for whatever reason, just seems to have this ongoing weird narrative to it that people can't decide if they like it or if they don't like it, like, is it good or not? Like I, I come down on destiny two to go like, this game is really good and it looks great. And it just feels good to shoot. Of course, there's a whole bunch of nonsense in there that I have no idea what's happening, but it doesn't keep me from loving the game anyways. But I just think, um, yeah, I think destiny two is actually a pretty, a pretty special game that rounds out my, Oh no, I have a couple more. That was another one that I have. Um, and speaking of, of Bungie, uh, we talked about it before. Halo Infinite definitely deserves to be mm-hmm. on the honorable mention list that I wish it was one of my top five. And it was actually when uh, when we were deciding game of the year last year was my game of the year. And now kind of like, what are we, six, seven, six months afterwards going like, I just am a little conflicted on how I rank it overall with, with the rest of, of next gen because it, yeah. it's still part of the conversation, but it's not nearly as as high up as it as it was. But yeah. I do love that, Pat, you're playing it right now. And, and, and ex- again, experiencing it kind of hopefully outside of just the vitriol that is thrown at, at Halo. It's just oh, one yeah. of those properties. 
you know? I don't care what people think. That's you know, good. like it's it's uh, I want to experience it for myself, you know, because there's there's a lot of games that were like fours and fives that I love. And there's a lot of games yeah. that like Elden Ring. It's one of the best rated games of all time. Yeah. And it's not for me. Yeah. You know, I've, I've just decided that. that yeah, I'm going to pass on that one. Maybe at a I don't even know if it's the price, but that's a whole other story because yeah. uh, the reason it was game of the year for me last year is because I was I was primarily ranking it on the very brief amount of time that we'd spent it, on it with multiplayer. But the single player I loved, like I really liked running around in that in that open world. So, yeah, kudos to them on that. And then a, a last shout out to the medium, which was also Ooh. kind of like a game pass darling yeah. kind of thing. Medium was pretty pretty cool as well yeah nice Nice. sweet uh but my number one might be a little too on brand and especially given the the hype materials you guys cobbled up for me being on the show um i like racing games and i've always liked racing games i had a bit of a, a break from them for a period of time when uh you needed story in games you need to play like fallout 3 in some of these games and get really involved but like when i think back to some of my earliest gaming memories it was racing games and Forza Horizon 5 is w- at the top of its of, of its genre, to be honest, um, even to the point where I, I played a little bit of Gran Turismo 7. I'm like, eh, I don't need another racing game. Yeah. So I gave I g- actually gave it to my brother. I'm like, I'll just go back and play around in Forza Horizon 5. Mexico is a setting is perfect. They actually it's, it's it's to the point where I feel like they almost don't even need to make another Forza Horizon five between Australia with three uh, and um, and Mexico with five. I just think it's so sublime um, runs perfectly smooth on both my series X and S. I imagine it probably would on my PC as well. And whether or not I want to just go race and, and make some progress or just wander around the open world, I think Forza Horizon five is one of the most special games that often gets overlooked because it's a racing game. So I yeah. might be overcompensating a little bit on, on that front, but yeah, we kind of go like, Oh, racing games are supposed to look great. And then they, they play like anything else, but this one, I played a lot of racing games and this does feel that the cars feel independent from one another. I think it's got a great selection of game modes that feel totally separate from one another. And the game walks me around the world. Um, so I see different things it introduces me to new cars in a natural way. So I'm not just like, I pick my favorite Porsche and I'm just going to like drive that forever. It's got me in a halo warthog and it's got me in a Jeep, whatever, and all these different cars. And I just, I think it's special. They've got a great formula with it. So my number one game of this generation is Forza horizon five from playground. Very nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, For uh, Forza horizon five for me was one of my honorable mentions. Uh, This, this game, So yeah, but this, <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm not too I'm not too big on racing games. I will I will play the racing games, but the Forza franchise, the Horizon Forza Horizon franchise, is the best set of video of racing video games there are. Yeah, and going from Forza three to four to five to me is the same game as far as like the menus, the look of everything. Yeah, but going from Forza Horizon four to current gen Forza Horizon 5 is just a huge jump in what just the the graphics of it all just mm-hmm. being able to just drive in any car that you want it doesn't matter you know you could it gives you that recommended car 
but so yep. you don't have to do you do it but that's one of the great ways of playing of of driving different cars yeah is just using the recommended cars or buying a recommended car uh and it's just it is one of those games where it's like you know what i have like 20 minutes i'm gonna go ahead yes it's a horizon it's one of those games you can jump in and jump out and, and just and it's it's great to have it that, like that it's very welcoming to people who aren't like racing aficionados, which is exactly what a game like that really needs. And I don't necessarily mean in terms of like a difficulty, but it's very accessible in a kind of different way. I love that. It's got almost like a Siri or an AI that goes like, what should I do next? And it gives you four options. It'll just take you there. That's awesome. That's exactly what should happen. And through the difficulty, you can um, difficulty options. You can really customize your experience on how you like to play. Like, do you need a full racing line? Do you just need to be told when to break? Do you need all these other different things? Drive avatars are an, um, like totally overlooked feature in the Forza games that I think whether or not they're real or not, I don't care whether they actually represent Pat, how you drive a car. I don't care. I just like seeing you in the world, whether I'm racing against you or you're just like driving around. I think that's super cool. So there's all these different like touches about it that go. I, yeah, like they thought of everything. Yeah. It was, I I was talking to one of our joiners, Tim Pollan, and he was like, and he said that he saw me, driving it wasn't it wasn't me i wasn't online or anything i wasn't playing Mm -hmm. but he saw me driving a 1969 chevy nova ss and i'm like yes that's the car i would drive i'm glad i'm driving it i'm glad you saw me on there it's just one of those cool things especially when you're in a race against your friends and you beat them you're like yeah (laughs) yeah and they sit you up with like rivals of dude i could go on about forza forever like there's so much to it yeah, they've got a battle royale for goodness sake. Like, and it's actually pretty decent. It's it's a fun take on that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Is it? Uh, okay. I bet. All right, Pat. You already started with your honorable mention, so continue and give us your uh, numero uno. Uh, no, I'll give my honorable mentions first, right? Yep, that's what I said. Oh, okay. All right. Should uh, so uh, continue. Sifu. Sifu was uh old sifu came out of nowhere another difficult game that i didn't think i would like but it was just one of those games where i wanted to i wanted to beat it i wanted to overcome the the challenges of this of this game and it was one of those another one of those roguelike games that i didn't think i would like you know it's so crazy um that uh you know i i ended up beating that game and i was so satisfied with beating that game i was one death away from game overing this game and having to restart and uh, i beat the game i was my life was so small beat the final boss and i beat the game felt like i had accomplished something fantastic game um sack boy i have i have like 10 of these so i'm gonna go through them quick sack boy amazing ps5 game uh if 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 you have a family uh or if you want to do a couch co-op like ronnie had, had mentioned play sack boy it's an amazing game um unpacking one of those small little oh, indie yeah. games was was a was a fun just like just ha- just you know just chill game uh really really good really fun game uh, hot wheels unleashed played a ton of that with my son uh, that's another reason why that's probably on my honorable mentions because i played so much with my son um i'm going to say spider-man remastered because it it's a different game. It's a different spider-man it's a different peter parker these it's rules going, man yeah it's a different peter parker we make our own rules apparently <laughs> uh horizon forbidden west fantastic game uh ratchet and clank ripped apart astro's playroom artful escape i'm gonna mention all the games <laughs> <laughs> I, I have just a few uh artful escape that came out of nowhere i loved it um I, yeah, like i said forza horizon 5 halo infinite and that is it 
So those are my honorable mentions. My right. number one game is my most played PS5 game so far, and it only came out a month ago, and that's WWE 2K22. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it was. It was. Now it's not my. It's not my overall most played game because that's Apex. that's Apex Legends. Yeah. Yeah. I put like two thousand hours into that game so far, uh, but. For, for the PS5, it's WWE 2K22, my number one most played game. The game is uh, like I just came into wrestling out of nowhere during COVID when there were no was no baseball and I needed something to watch and I fell into it, back into it like I was in high school again and fell in love with the storylines. And this game is so unbelievable that the this is the best character creation of any game ever and you can if you wanted to you can create a batman you can create a superman you can create a a a, any marvel character any dc character you can create darth vader it's it's unbelievable the amount uh and and this is not this isn't like a pc this is ps5 you know like you there's so many different layers they have the ability to upload images upload faces to their wwe network and you can download those, those into the game and then just put them on there. And it's so awesome. So people create WWE legends. People create current like NBA, Major League Baseball, football superstars into this game. And it looks exactly like them. It's so like you, it's a wrestling game, but you don't have to have it, it doesn't need to be a wrestling game if you want to have Batman versus Superman in the ring. You know, it's just it's really, really cool how you can do that. And um, that's really why my playtime is so high because I'm in the community creations. And I'm looking at the thousands of different things that people have uploaded that I can download into my game and use it in my game. It's so awesome. Can you can you create like, um, I don't know how else to say, it, but like levels, like spaces, like, like a map editor kind of thing, because you, you, when you, when you said you can import your faces, what I would want to do is go to my parents' backyard, take a picture and do backyard wrestling in my parents' backyard. Like when I was 12 years old. That would be awesome. That would be really cool. They do have a created arena, but there is no like backyard. Yeah. Give me my backyard, to. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Jump it off my parents' minivan off the garage. Holy cow. We did some terrible things. That would be next up. level. That yeah. would be awesome. That would be. All right, Marcus, honorable mentions and numero uno. So, so uh, Sean, you if if you were to listen to this show, you would pretty much know that I am not an honorable mentions person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. I don't pick honorable mentions. Like I, I just, I just don't. I just don't have the extras. But I do have one in this in this case, Woo-hoo. and and that is uh, tunic. Oh um, man! Oh, I got Brit. It's on the list. It's oh my gosh! Yeah. Game. <laughs> so, Shoot! I will have to qualify that statement. Like tunic, specifically on no fail mode, um, because otherwise you are playing uh, baby's first Dark Souls game. Yeah, um, that game is ridiculously difficult if you if you don't turn it. It has it has two different settings you can turn on with it. There's no fail mode. And then I for, I forget the specific what they call it, but it's you, you don't lose any stamina uh, in terms of like you know having to like 
dodge or or run or, or anything like that um they they have that setting to where you can turn those on and basically you don't die and so once you turn those on for me it was an amazing game to play um now me being a, the huge zelda fan that i am like i you know we've talked on the show about that um it's very much a, a love letter to that the only thing that that's a gripe is is they have like their own language that they've made for the game. Um, all the text is basically written in that language and they don't ever, they don't ever decipher it for you. Um, so you kind of have to just look at pictures and, and guess based on that. But other than that, like it's, it's still a really fun game to, to be a part of. And it's, it's very much like a, a love letter to Zelda games, you know um, those old school games um, so that is my my honorable mention if I have to give one. But generally, like I just I'm not an honorable mention person. But my my number one and and just just turning this like I had to take this downstairs to my 4K TV and play it there because this game is just so beautiful to look at. Everything about it is fantastic to look at. The world is fantastic. I loved the first game. Um, and the story behind that. And so I was super excited uh, to jump into its sequel. And uh, that would be Horizon, Horizon Forbidden West. Nice. Um, I I absolutely loved the story, the characters, the the world that you're in. Um, You know, I it grabbed me pretty quickly. uh, uh, Unlike with with Lucas that I mean, it grabbed him, but it towards the end. Um, But um, I, I absolutely love this story. I still say the first, I still say uh, Zero Dawn is, is better than the first, agreed, than the Forbidden West. But, um, I still, I loved being in this world. I loved everything looked beautiful. Um, I loved this. Was like, if you've met, if you're making me a game, uh, you know, giving me a game where I'm actually interested in the different dialogue trees, then you know, that's that's a big deal. Um, and so I was actually listening to all the different dialogue trees that you can go through with the different characters and things like that. Um, and yeah, I just love the whole idea of, you know, there's this long gone civilization that, that like is, you know, it's basically our, our current civilization, but you know, it's like a century removed or whatever, several centuries removed, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just this whole background of that, of these like primitive characters dealing with, you know, learning about these, these like, like these huge tech, you know, technological advancements and things like that. And the story behind that, I just absolutely loved it. So yeah. Horizon forbidden West is my, my numero uno. That's a good. Pick. Nice. Good pick. All right. All right. All right. Um, I got a few honorable mentions. I don't have as many as Patrick. I, uh, I play a lot of games. Yeah, you play a lot of games and I've realized even in you guys talking about, you know, some of your picks and your honorable mentions, I was like, man, I got to get moving. I want to play that. I want to play that too. Mm -hmm. So I feel you, Sean. You're not Mm -hmm. the only one. So, um, yeah. So honorable mention, you mentioned it. uh, Capri is uh, Destiny 2 Witch Queen. I played through that with my my, uh, other Canadian friend, uh, Chris The Rock Kerwin. Uh, we played through that on Saturday mornings for a few weeks, and it was fun. It was my first go into Destiny 2. I still haven't done a raid. I still haven't done a Me neither. Night, night Strike. I haven't done yeah. all the fancy stuff that people rave on and on about. I just played through the the campaign, and it was a fun shooter. 
a nice little PVE. I much prefer the PVE over the PVP uh, shooters. And uh, it was, it was, it was a blast. It was like, it was like Star Wars meets Lord of the Rings, uh, like magic and guns. And uh, it was, it was fun. So, and definitely I can feel the bungee vibes, like the halo, like original halo, that kind of DNA, like going through into destiny, like epic moments, beautiful music, um, set pieces and battles that are really cool. So I enjoyed that a lot. And ammo. Um, it has ammo. And plenty of ammo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love when the you get a gun and it just has that infinity symbol on it. And <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, yeah, baby. Not running out of ammo at all. Uh, when it has the special ammo or the heavy, I'm like, well, forget about it. I'm going to use it like five times, run out of ammo, and then just go back to my infinity yeah. bullets. Um, the other shout out is definitely uh, Forza Horizon 5. Um I am definitely, as those who listen to the show know, I don't play Xbox very much. I have nothing against Xbox. Uh, there's just things that PlayStation does that's reeled me in, and it's just hard. It just PlayStation has its claws in me. I'm a Sony pony, but not in a mean sort of, PlayStation's the best. It's just, they just, for whatever reason, they're the way they do their games, the way they do trophies, everything. It just matches with my personality and everything else. But Forza Horizon 5, uh, once I got an Xbox and returned back to a little bit of Xbox gaming, uh, it's a beautiful game. I am not a car guy. I do not. I play, I've played some car games. You know, the ones that I really get into are the weird ones like Onrush. Remember that one, Patrick? Oh, uh, yes. yeah. Love that game, uh, Onrush, but that is not a normal car game for those that have played it. Um, but the normal car games where you're like, oh, I got a 57 Chevy, I got a rotary girder, whatever. I'm just like, I don't. <laughs> I mean, you give me you give me a '97 Dodge Viper, and I'm like, cool. I like that. That looks nice, and uh, I don't really care, being honest. But at you the same time, Tesla. Yeah, yeah, right. That game is that game is that game is beautiful, and I recognize that. Like when I have friends over here at my house, when I want to show them next gen, I put that first mission of Forza Horizon Five on, where you're dropping cars out of the plane. Yeah, and like switching them off back and forth. Like, I'm just like, that's showing off next gen. So shout out to that. Um, shout out to Uncharted Legacy Collection. Um, it was a remaster, of course. It's kind of cheating, of course, but I'm all about I'll, that. I'll allow it. You know, you know, squeeze it totally in there. Totally cheating. Guys, I would. Okay, so Mass Effect, like Legendary Edition. Yeah, that's a like good one too. one on my list. Like. <laughs> Super Mario 3D World. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> Uh, yeah so i throw that out because it's a beautiful game and uh one of my favorite games of all time uh and getting to play lost legacy for the first time was really a treat getting to do it on ps5 was the best Mm -hmm. um another shout out that mark already alluded to that is definitely cheating but i don't care because i'm i played it and beat it on ps5 is hades um it was on it came out on switch before next gen but for me as a playstation gamer it came out this gen and i've platinum it once on ps4 i am gonna platinum it again on ps5 it's my favorite game of all time uh so full of heart super deep varied gameplay beautiful animation voice acting etc mm-hmm. uh i've already talked about it too much so moving on. <laughs> uh my number one is and i dedicate this number one to patrick it's the dlc for dead cells the queen and wow the <laughs> <laughs> 
He's having his good night, everybody. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's he's deleting me. He's banning me. Yeah, no, you're banned. Uh, you're banned from Discord. Sorry. Being honest, I couldn't come up with like the number one easy. I was kind of like you, Sean. Like I was just like throwing all these games around, and I'm like, I don't know that I've actually hit my true number one. So yeah. I kind of threw in Dead Cells in there because it surprised me. Like, and I've I've touched on it already, and Patrick's already like la 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 not listening. Um, this Dead Cells game has been updated nonstop since 2018, uh, but this DLC came out at the end of last year, and they doubled the trophy count from 50-some trophies to 104, 103 trophies on PlayStation. And so I went back just to get the trophies, and I got to this DLC. It added three levels. It added new bosses. It added such unique game design for this game that i was just i was blown away like because it it had like creepy horror in this abandoned ship area and then they get to a lighthouse and you're being pursued by three bosses where you sometimes have to run away then you have to fight them then you have to run away some more and fight and and then you have a final boss where it turns out it's your wife in the game and you have to fight her and kill her and all that you know punch her in the face just like dastromex uh but yeah so sorry for the violent talk there, Sean. I know that I you guys were like church fair and friendly people. <laughs> we are. It's <laughs> punching. Okay. We're punching people. We only punch those that deserve it. And Astromex and <laughs> Queens deserve it. So, yeah. So that's as, my number one. As is said in the Bible. Yes, that's right. As it says in as uh, is presentation. Hezekiah mm-hmm. chapter 15. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so there you go. That is our top five. Hope you enjoyed it. I do want to share at least one joiner's top five. Okay. That is Justice in Greece, aka Tim Pollan. His top five is number five, The Medium, which got nice Tim Pollan. Yes. Number four, Spider Man Miles Morales. Mm. Number three, Halo Infinite. Number two, Horizon Forbidden West. And number uno is Drumroll. Blah, 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 blah. Number one, Forza Horizon. My five. man, yes. Ba. He writes "ba" afterwards. Yes, I have no idea why. Tim. So he does. Uh, yeah. And then you done messed up. A A A Ron said, "I'd like to cast my vote for Spider Man Miles Morales, which gets in just under the threshold. Technically, I think it was a PS5 launch title. You are correct, Aaron. Uh, modern narrative-driven games kind of suffer from Goldilocks syndrome, where either they're too big or too small." Miles Morales was just right. Also, from a meta perspective, Insomniac used a more or less the same game world assets as the first Spider-Man while changing a few details, which allowed the quick release of a completely new narrative in a world that still feels somewhat familiar. In doing that, they might have stumbled upon a blueprint for future gaming that helps cut down on development times for IPs. One can dream, at least. Well said, Aaron. It's a, that's a good pick. for I think that was his number one. So. Mm-hmm. There you go. Next up is Wolverine in New York. Oh man. There you go. For no that should, that should be fun. And there's gonna Yeah, why not? Wolverine and now it's gotta be in Canada, man. Right? I know. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna be in your yeah, right in my backyard. Exactly. Yeah. There'll be he'll there'll be a there'll be like an Easter egg where he's wrestling with you. In your backyard. Yeah, I'm an extra in the backyard. You're an extra back there. Wrestling. I honestly wrestling. can't wait for that game, man. Holy cow, what a studio these yeah. guys are. Yeah. No Absolutely. doubt. It's exciting. 
All right. Well, that is all for our top 57 games of the top five and honorable mentions. We pretty much covered them all. Sorry to any games out there. We did not cover. No kidding. This gen. <laughs> you apparently are no good. So go back Aww. and try again, do an update or something, get a DLC. Maybe we'll Better. mention you next time. <laughs> I really do feel bad for anything we missed. Like what did we miss? I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't mean it. We appreciate the all the games. Sorry. We the know ascent. someone's. Sorry. The uh yeah uh today's episode was brought to you by tear the tags off mattresses day that's right folks we're celebrating tear the tags off your mattresses day it's a national holiday in the u.s celebrate it go tear it's supposed to be sleepover day we're tearing the mattresses on our sleepover day (laughs) no the tags no it's only illegal for the companies that sell them Uh... that's where that came from because back in the day they would fill beds with uh garbage discarded food old rags and horse hair and the tag apparently made it authentic. So All right. the more companies you know. can't rip those off, the more you know. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, GMG Goats. Hey, joiners. It's time for the GMG Top 40 TV shows. Starring the Good Morning Guys. Sean has no idea what we're talking about. He may have forgotten since we told him about it a long time ago. But the Good Morning Guys Greatest of All Time Shows list, we are nominating and voting for our top 40 series or shows or whatever you want to call it because nobody really watches TV anymore. We've probably watched most of these on our phones or a tablet or whatever. Uh, But we're going to throw out our picks starting with Marcus. What do you got? So my pick is going to be... uh... It's going to be Stranger Things. Ooh, Ooh all right. Ooh, nice. All right. Yeah. You sounded just like it. <laughs> that was really good. Um, yeah, I, I absolutely love the show. Uh, I'm excited for the newest season to come out, part one of the newest season, because uh, I think part one comes out in this, this month, month, actually. May 27th yeah, and then, or something like that. And then the other like ones in July. In July, yep. Um, I, I just love the, the eighties type type feel, the, the setting to it and, and old school horror sci-fi ish type of thing. I love the characters in it. So yeah. Stranger. Nice. Patrick. Uh, I'm going to go with breaking bad. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Nice. What who knocks? Yeah, this is, uh, I, I, I didn't catch it until like the fourth season. So it was awesome to catch up all the way through the first three seasons and the start of season four. And then it was one of those things where I was like, ah, now I have to watch week to week. And I have to <laughs> that's wait always for a, this, that's wait always for the tough. next year and all that. Turn stuff. on the brakes. But, um, but yeah, it was, um, uh, man, if I don't know if that's my number one or number two or whatever it is, but it is one of the best uh, I've ever all seen. Right. Sean, what do you got? Who said lost last week, by the way? Was it, yeah. Lucas. Lost. Lost is like I don't want to repeat, but I just want to acknowledge I was no, like you can nodding repeat. along. Well, I don't know, like like the pilot, especially like just which oh, is yeah. an oddly like kind of term in TV given everything yeah. that happens in Lost that you know in the pilot and blah blah. blah. Yeah, uh, Lost is special. And and I don't I know there's a you guys talked about it as well. Like there's a common that eh, kind of like falls off. I don't care. I was in every single week. Um, yep. Didn't care how weird it got. Um, you go back to the island. Who cares that that entire series? It. The characters. Honestly, I feel like we're living in Lost right now because like when we like we are on 
like planet earth is our island and we have just found each other you know what i mean like that all the yeah. people that we found in in podcast land like what's the smoke dude that's right and it gets a little weird like of course that, that kind of stuff is strange we're just you're, getting, like, you're so right brother but i i think that that show is so special and it like whether you agreed with the ending or you agreed with just like the direction of the show overall to me it was just clear that um they poured so much love into every word of the script and everything about that. So I just wanted to echo the sentiments on that because I think Lost Appreciate is in a it. league of its own. That means it's in there twice now. So yeah, it's, it's pretty good. The other thing I, I was wondering before I before I launched into it is like, do they have to be kind of like dramas? Like they're all the shows we're talking about, like high quality no. stuff. I, so Mark, you're not an honorable mention, but I want to give an honorable mention to like Metalocalypse and uh and Chappelle show <laughs> something oh like, like south park <laughs> yeah. you know like there's some really good raunchy stuff out there um but i i don't know maybe this is more in in line with kind of the types of shows you guys are talking about but i'm i'm gonna throw 24 in there my boy oh, Jack, nice. uh, Kiefer sutherland canadian so hero uh ctu the counter-terrorist unit you know um just a a, a great again premise 24 hours there are 24 cool episodes premise. in a season yep. every hour is an hour in the day and yeah every odd number season is a nuclear threat so you knew it was coming i just <laughs> i love 24 man that show was was excellent it was one of the shows at least for me it just seemed like one of the first ones that dared to do something awful to the characters you just were starting to like you know you like this this director of ctu he's gone He's going to, you don't, you don't like this guy. Well, you know, he's going to have a redemption arc uh, in, in trying to save his team, but he's going to go breathe in some noxious gas or be another guy uh, exposed to radiation poisoning. And my God, like the things that happen to these people are horrendous and horrific. And Jack Bauer doesn't sleep until he's temporarily killed for a moment. And the show is just outrageous, but amazing. I love that show. Now, now 24 is one of my favorite shows of all time. Hasn't hit the list yet. Haven't gotten there yet, but there was a PS2 game, 24 yes. the game, that mm-hmm. bridged season two and season three. Uh, and it was, uh, if I wish they would, they're not going to, but I want them to remaster the game because it is, it's one of the, it's, it does the same thing. It's the same thing where each level is a day in, yeah. or, or an hour of the day. And uh, it was just, it, 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 it was one of those games where it's just like they, they took the essence of the game of the, of the show and put it into the game. All it the is ma- a game. It's a video game made to, it's just the game doesn't exist yet, but it's basically a video game kind of premise made yeah. into a TV show. It's because it's ridiculous. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it really is. Yep. Ridiculously amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, my pick for this week is Heroes. Oh, save the cheerleader, save the world. Exactly. Oh my gosh, yes. Is there a mantra that was more repeated? Yeah. I uh, loved Hero. I loved Save the Cheerleader, Save the World. I love Peter Petrelli. Silas? Peter Petrelli. Siler. 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 So what a great villain. What a great villain. He mm-hmm. was menacing. Mm-hmm. Now, Still later on, the later on stuff got a little 
Yeah, I don't, I don't even say that weird because it was the writer. It was a writer strike. Yeah, 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 it, yeah. It took a turn and it just it lost its. I don't know, almost lost its heart. Like yeah. it just it went off in weird directions. But I still like that. Those first two oh, seasons what, were. I had on HD DVD. I had season one on HD DVD. Nice. Wow. Do you still, do you still have <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, man. No, it got rid of them not that uh, long ago. Shockingly, not that long ago. Right. <laughs> Well, who's the guy with the painting, the, the long hair artist guy who would kind of like oh, see the future? Oh my! Like, yeah, I can't remember, but I yeah. ignored that. I I I remember thinking, well, it's just like X Men, like what a what a knockoff of all these individual people with like powers kind of thing, and I I wrongfully dismissed it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what a special show! Holy cow! For they don't sure. make them like they used to. You know what I mean? They don't. Mm-hmm. You are so right. I feel so like right. that was the golden age, and man, I could throw like. Cause I'm not going to be here again next week, but like Mad Men was in there too. Like right around the time I would say like yeah. um, breaking bad, but man, yeah, now it's too much. Now it's just a glut, but there is good stuff back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Faux show. Uh, as is tradition, some quick housekeeping where we offer towels, fluff pillows, top of Andy's candies and tip you off to the GMG news. You need to know the GMG stream team continues to offer content and conversation Sunday to Saturday on Twitch. Check out Chris. Who's currently wrapping up our April game of Arkham Knight for GMG VGBC, our book club. Uh, And also he's playing Destiny 2 with me still on Saturdays. Mark is mainlining them Zelda games throughout the year. Yep, Still on Majora's Mask. Yep, after a two-week hiatus, uh, back onto Majora's Mask. Yep, very nice. Uh, And then you can find me playing just random games Monday, Wednesday, Friday around lunchtime. Tuesday, Thursdays at the butt crack of dawn as I fill in for Canadian Chris, probably not Tuesday tomorrow because that's in like four hours. So I'm not up for that. Um, but you can find us at twitch.tv and uh, links are in the show notes. I also believe Sean, our very own Sean Capri is also a streamer. Why don't you go ahead and throw those facts out? Those, all your socials how, and all how that people kind of stuff. all plug the socials it. all the plug it all so people can find you they can watch you you they can join you thanks man stream. well yeah. man it's been so much fun just kind of hanging out with you guys so thank you for having me on here um yeah pe- people can find me on twitter and on twitch at sean capri of course it's sean like connery capri like the pants and usually i play on saturday nights over on twitch um we've Mostly been playing Halo on Halo Saturdays, but every once in a while we'll spring in some Nintendo Switch Sports or Mario Kart or Splatoon and things like that. But I'm excited actually to jump into a bit of the season two here. Hopefully Xbox has their stuff all sorted out here. But mm-hmm. yeah. Twitch is there. And um, yeah, if people want to subscribe to the, our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash carpool gaming is where they can find all the stuff, um, all the podcasts and everything we do. Video versions for now as well. Nice. Sweet. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, I will say too, as a, this is going to be the last time to tell you before it happens, but next week is our uh, extra life stream week with me and Chris, the Kerwin, Chris, the Kerwin, no, Chris, the the Colonel, Chris, the rock Kerwin. We're going to be, he's going to be doing most of Monday, May 16th. And then the rest of the week, I pretty much am going to try to cover breakfast, lunch, and a late dinner uh, every day. Tuesday to through Friday. Uh, we'll be playing just a bunch of different games. He's going to be trying to get a metric ton of Platinums on PlayStation. I'm going to be playing everything from Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Celeste, Roguelikes, a few multiplayer surprises, probably playing uh, yet another zombie defense with Patrick. Uh, it'll be a surprise. We'll be playing all kinds of stuff. So 
please join us for that um, on Twitch. And then if you're not into streaming, you'd rather tweet with us on Twitter or discourse on Discord. Links are in the show notes. You can join us for that. You can call us at 929-GMG-Guides for any questions, comments, or feedback. Speaking of feedback, if you're the giving type, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, and Spotify. Helps us reach new joiners, whether you give us stars, exclamation marks, feedback, and encouraging word. We hope you'll let your voice be heard. Just like one, two, three, red fish did. We got a review last week, my friend. Right. Right. Yeah. It's uh, titled Great Podcast with an exclamation mark. We appreciate that exclamation mark. Five stars. Uh, Seem like very chill guys who can talk about funny, goody subjects to more serious items. They're one of my favorite podcasts to listen to, and I'm never disappointed. Are you sure you've listened of enough <laughs> to never be disappointed? Glad have we read this us? at the end. I would have felt unimaginable pressure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no pressure whatsoever, Sean. No pressure whatsoever. That's too much. <laughs> That's so a we appreciate nice review. Yeah, isn't that a nice review? What a nice young man yeah. or woman yeah. or fish. What a nice young fish. <laughs> yeah. you fish. We yeah. appreciate your review, Redfish. Um, before we sign off, I actually because who knows when you're going to be vo- visiting us again, Sean. I have a quick fire for you that I want oh. you. To, I want you to do your best. We had a couple joiners throw some quick fire questions at you. I like and it, and I want you to answer them to the best of your ability. I don't okay. want them to be feel left out. Okay. Uh, starting with our very own Canadian, Chris the Rock Kerwin. Uh, he wants to know your favorite Canadians in these subjects. Oh, Are you ready? Okay. Oh, favorite. Okay, like narrow down a little bit. I thought it was just going to be favorite Canadians in general. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Name name all your favorite Chris Canadians. Kerwin. <laughs> my mom, my dad, my my brother. No. Uh, favorite. Can, favorite. Hold on. We'll get there. Favorite Canadian actor. Oh my. Um. Ryan Reynolds right now. I'll say Ryan Good, Reynolds. Great choice. Okay. Yes. Uh, Jim Carrey as well. So it says favorite Canadian signer, but I think he meant singer. Singer. So Brian Adams. Singer. Oh, yes. Yeah. So far, you are two for two so far. All right. This one, you might lose the rest of us. Favorite Canadian prime minister. I don't think I have a favorite <laughs> prime minister. Like, that is correct. That yeah, is a correct. None of them. <laughs> Yeah, nobody. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Favorite Canadian game developer. Oh, that's tough. There's a lot of really good ones. Um, yep. I'm going to give a shout out to um, Studio MDHR who did Cuphead. Nice. Ooh, good choice. Yes. Uh, Favorite Canadian dish. I mean, poutine is so cliche. I, I, I was like, what is that? You know, like, what else do we even do? I don't know. Um, Tim Hortons. Hot chocolate I mean, with mushroom, like marshmallows in it. Uh, like hot chocolate with mushrooms. Mushroom, <laughs> mushrooms, yeah. So we, that's, <laughs> it's a different part of Canada. Yeah, that's, that's the much that's more on the other side of the tracks north. of Canada. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> part we don't talk about. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, I don't know what we do. I, I don't know. I don't think that there's really a Canadian dish. I might be totally out to lunch on that one. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. Patrick and I were actually talking about it earlier. It was like, so we go out for, hey, let's have Chinese tonight. And then, we're like, hey, let's go out for Canadian. Like what exactly like yeah, bacon like Canadian bacon hey. on a plate. Okay, we I'm accept down. that answer. Mm-hmm. Yep. With hey, actual with real beer. Though? Can I ask you this question, Sean? Have yeah, uh, I don't know if you've heard of this or not. Have you ever heard of pate chinois? I don't think I have. No. Okay. Okay. So it's basically like shepherd's pie. If you've yeah. ever heard of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. The, it's 
pate chinois is Chinese pie, um, but apparently it, it it originates from like French Canadian mm. areas. There is All a right. you know, and it's funny depending. It's probably a lot like the, the states as well. Like just depending on where in Canada you go, there's definitely yep. like different exactly. ways of living. Like there's really is quite different. You go um, out to the maritime provinces out east, and life is very different out there. And I don't yeah. know exactly what they call it. Um, but there's something, it's like a hot sandwich or something. It's like, like toast or bread with peas on it and gravy. Like we just love gravy and, and it is, <laughs> it sounds awful, but it is, it's, it's okay. pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, and I think, uh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say gravy, nothing warms you like gravy. Like it coats your like stomach, your, mm-hmm. just your body. It's yeah. Great. I think, yeah. Newfoundland or yeah. Nova Scotia out there. There's, there's good stuff out there. Yeah, and that's actually where Chinese pie, that's actually where it originated, was the maritime provinces. Oh, there you so. go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lucas, did you say coats your body? Like, I don't know. What to do with it. <laughs> the gravy just I coats your body. Let's go ahead and walk away from that. <laughs> I thought I did. I thought I did a pretty good it job. Is, but just like, let's just keep going. continue to walk away after from hours. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I just meant your stomach, the inside of your body, not the oh, outside okay. of your body. Right. It's not Imodium or like Gascon <laughs> or something. <laughs> You don't you don't feel that when you eat something with gravy, it like it just like goes down the stomach. the stomach tube and then like you know around it and coats yeah. it. Yeah, it, <laughs> it warms it up. Exactly. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh Canadian restaurant. Oh, you guys don't know any of them though. There's a place um that's fine, that's part of the fun. I'll, I'll say Boston Pizza, which is oddly named given that it's only here in Canada. <laughs> it's in Canada it's yeah, it started, started here. It's a it's a it's a chain. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Boston cool. Pizza it is. Or New York uh, fries might also be Canadian. I'm not entirely sure. Why are they all American? <laughs> they like the American restaurant. stuff. <laughs> what else? <laughs> Baton Rouge baked potatoes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. Uh, Canadian city. Ooh, it's got to be Vancouver. All Vancouver. Right. Vancouver is there, but also shout out to Halifax out in Nova Scotia. Yeah. Here you go. Good times. Nova Scotia. I like Nova it. Scotia. Nova mm-hmm. Scotia. Uh, Canadian Mountain. There is, well, I mean, there's the Rockies, but there's, there is a mountain. I think it's called Castle Mountain or Castle Rock or something like that. It looks like an actual castle, and, but like we that. didn't, we don't, we didn't shape it that way. I don't think, I think it was just, you know, nature's way. It looks pretty wow. cool though. That yeah. makes it even cooler. That yeah. We didn't cooler. like chart, like carve out faces into our mountains. It was just, oh, okay. Yeah. A fortress. Well, that was also nature. The one we have in. Oh, uh, was it? Yeah. Mount yeah. Rushmore. Yeah. yeah. yeah that, was, that was nature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, last one. Uh, fictional characters. Canadian. Canadian fictional, characters, fictional characters. I mean, Wolverine. I got, yeah. I mean, come on. That's yeah. a no brainer, right? Yeah. I feel like there's got to be others, but that, that's definitely the one that Dudley comes up. It's got to be. What did you say, Mark? It's a Dudley do right. Oh, I thought you said Doom Guy for some reason. Like, yeah, make him Canadian. Yeah, send him from Mars. <laughs> Deal with these demons. Doom Guy. <laughs> Doom Guy is Canadian. Yep. Didn't know that, but here we are. There's right. lots. Uh, I'm, I'm blanking. Well, but yeah, Wolverine. going around here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. Deadpool's Canadian that. as well, too, I think. Deadpool's from Regina, Saskatchewan, if I remember correctly. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, you guys don't believe me, or just like is that an actual place? You- <laughs> yep, I believe you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, two more. I actually have more <laughs> questions. I'm a liar. Liar. This is fun. <laughs> this is it. Humar Whittle. He had this to ask: Why are Canadians afraid of the dark? 
is there is it like a riddle like is there an answer to this or <laughs> no there's no <laughs> like, i don't know you tell me why they're <laughs> afraid of the dark um, right in next week you know what well for me personally i think we might be afraid of the dark because when it's summer we don't really get much of it and then for the rest of the year which is most of the time uh we get way too much dark it's dark all the time here like yeah that's at true. four o'clock it's just dark and pitch black it's very strange mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah that would be yeah, that would make here. one afraid there's too mm-hmm. much of it uh have you gone to the mall lately I have actually, I've gone to the mall. We have a big mall here in Edmonton. It's called West Edmonton mall. Pretty enormous. Um, and yeah, I've gone a couple times. We played Pokemon go a couple weeks ago. We did community day there. And nice. it was a, yeah, it was a good time. There you go. Very nice. I'm also a mall walker. I love the mall. Uh, w- this is the last one. Which Tim Hortons were you at and donut? Were you eating during the 84th gray cup? When grunge was born. <laughs> grunge wasn't born in 84. Um, I was born in 84. There's a lot of things wrong with this. Uh, yeah, grunge, grunge was not born in 84. I was born in 84. So um, this is so funny, just given how things have kind of turned out. Uh, it's not necessarily Tim Hortons related, but it is McDonald's uh, related. Um, there's, a, there's a story when my mom was was pregnant with me. She was in the hospital. She was about to give birth. And back then, like times were different for dads. Like you didn't. You weren't there the whole time. So dad went out to McDonald's to go get whatever food or, or drink or whatever. And he fell asleep in the drive-thru actually. So oh, I was at the hospital while my dad was at a, at a McDonald's, which is kind of, at least for me, I replaced Tim Hortons with McDonald's. I'm not a, I'm not that stereotypical to think Tim Hortons all right. is the greatest. Fair enough. Yeah. McDonald's enough. all the way, man. All right. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. How was I supposed to answer that question? Exactly. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think, I think you nailed it either way. The yeah. actual I think question Umar, itself: What Tim Hortons was I at in 1984 when grunge yeah. was born? Like, yeah, we were definitely getting trolled. Awesome. I think Umar was just question. like, "I'm going like to throw it. the best Canadian questions." So I like it. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Well, with that, we've uh, we've run out of questions and we've run out of the will to go on. This <laughs> 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 a, a, a monster size episode. It's a monster size episode indeed. Uh, Sean, thank you so much for joining us. It was surely a treat to have you with us. You are uh, a breath of fresh air, and you're now my second second favorite Canadian. I'll so, take it. Nice. Yeah. Second of two. Awesome. <laughs> Last place for I me. Might, <laughs> I might know a few more, you know. Okay, so I'll take it. I'll not say. I'm going to plead the fifth on that. So Fair enough. Uh, but you're definitely my top five. So I'll take it. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me on. Like, I will, like, I would love to, I'd love to come back. It's sweet to hang out with you guys, especially after uh, some in-person sweet hangs with Pat and Mark just a, a couple no of doubt. weeks ago. Yeah. My, um, my U.S. roaming plan just ran out, actually, which reminds me that it was just a month oh. ago that we were oh. all together just that day. eating stuff and drinking stuff and catching Pokemon. And Pat was super into Pokemon Go. It was so awesome <laughs> just to see him really into it oh, teaching yeah. me all the things about pokemon with his vast knowledge of this oh game. yeah mm-hmm. i mean he i was is. getting exhausted by how much i was telling you but so i'm glad, I'm glad most of it stuck yeah good good yeah good. i retained yep. most of what you told me about pokemon <laughs> i'm sure i hope you did because <laughs> i told you nothing it's zero <laughs> <laughs> oh man all righty then pat mark spirit of ronnie J, and of course our guest spirit Sean capri <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's still with us. I hope he's okay. <laughs> yeah. He's Welcome with us. To the show. 
Yep. <laughs> uh, and along with you, our beloved friends, family, and joiners, go get your good morning this week and may God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game. One, two, three, four.